All right, you guys ready? Let's do this. You're listening to the best of the best of the best. Fully loaded. It was so good. Luck, luck, luck. I don't think I've ever been chuffed. And what the mouth word said was, you talk too much. Scotty Potty Hay. Someone slap me. That is not that crazy. That's hard. Losers. This is like proof of the supernatural. This is not the first goal scored by a hand this month. What? You made your own luck. You win by winning. When he plays, he scores. You're a pouty baby that doesn't deserve to be a baby. He's just a beardo. Si, senor. I would like the Pollo Ranchero, por favor. I'm just going to pour myself another bourbon and just let this thing roll. All right, welcome to the latest edition of the FPL America podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Wiebe. Brian Shesko. Gentlemen, there's only one thing sadder than an international break. A, a second international break. That's a good guess. Jeez. No, it's the mustaches that are currently on Dave's face and my face. Oh, man. Wow. So true, Scott. It's been a while since I've done anything to make myself, I feel like, look awkwardly silly. Uh, Physically. I say things to make myself seem silly all the time. Yeah, yeah. But to do something physically, I mean, I am not a sightly guy. I have a bald head, and I'm, you know, kind of a bigger, brawny, thick-chested, barrel-chested guy, Brian, you would say. I wouldn't say that around <laughs> you, but I might, I might agree if that was the definition. Perfect. Sure. So, anyways, but to you know, shave the the nicely trimmed cut beard that I have most of the time, because mm-hmm. uh, it helps my roundness. Mm-hmm. It, like it cuts down on the flesh. Like right now, you're seeing a lot more flesh <laughs> yeah, on yeah. my face. Yeah. As Scott, I partnered with you in a, a charity event, and, That's and right. I'll let you talk more about. We're it. growing mustaches during the month of November. Mustaches for kids. Yep, mustaches for kids. Now, most of our listeners aren't local to where we live in Virginia, but uh, specifically, there's a chapter of mustaches for kids in our home city of Lynchburg, and uh, yeah, for the next month, we're going to grow awkward mustaches to the best of our ability, and. Um, well, let's just say this. If you haven't looked at us on social media right. yet, I know I post a lot of videos of myself. I'm going to take a photo of uh, Dave during this episode. By the time you're listening to this, you'll have the opportunity to see it on social media. He doesn't know I'm going to do that or when. I don't actually know either, but I'm going to do it at some point. Here's the other thing, too. I don't grow a great mustache by itself. Like, beard and kind of goatee all mixed together. You don't notice it as much. Yeah. But just the stash. Mm. So that's when you ask me, I'm like, oh. Oh, God, like, just a stash, like. I know, it's painful. Oh. But I appreciate, like, so my wife works for one of the companies that is benefiting from this well, charity the, say event. The, say the company. Uh, the company's name is Miriam's House. They yeah. help the homeless in our city, yeah. especially women and children, homeless women and children. So obviously, I'm all in uh, hoping to do a lot. And honestly, even if you're not local to Lynchburg, if you're interested in donating, we would love to have Absolutely. you uh, be able to, to do so. We'll post information on our social media. But that's not why we're here. No. Not ultimately. Uh, I mean, I'd love to scare Brian, and I think we have a little bit in accomplishing that. But ultimately, we're here to talk about Game Week 8 and prepare everyone for nothing next weekend. 
an international break. The That's what we're season. doing here. That's exactly right. We're going to go through all the matches. We've got the big FPL storylines to discuss, including what should you do with Harry Kane and Son. That is what everybody in the FPL universe is talking about. We'll get to that very quickly here. We have a Seamus curse to give you via Brian Chesko. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about what happened in City Liverpool, the 1-1 draw, Jamie Vardy's mixed day. We're going to talk about Danny who? Danny Ings who? We'll talk about that. Danny Dings's leg? What does Chelsea give us in FPL? There is so, so much to discuss. We're going to do it right. Oh, wait. I believe as well we have the return of the Arsenal Moment open letter. It's true. Hmm. Dave it, Smith. It was uh, it was requested by uh, actually it was assumed it was assumed <laughs> by All Star listener Ryan and uh, I wanted to try to step up to those expectations. So here we go. We'll uh, we'll give that a roll. On to game week eight. Now before we talk about the matches from game week eight, have any of you gentlemen, as we approach an international break, have either of you made any transfers for game week nine yet? I have made a transfer already, and I hate that I had to do it. Okay, what was it? I uh, We can talk about it a little bit more once we get into, uh, we talk about Everton. What? <laughs> Why are you waving? Talk about it now. Oh. Well, no, I just want to say just that I, I, I transferred out Hamas Rodriguez uh, for Jack Grealish. Uh, and it's it has a little bit just to do with ever with with Thomas Rodriguez traveling a lot and a little bit more with form. I know their uh, matchups are great, but uh, I'm just a little nervous about like what he's looked like already and that he's he's like I feel like this international break is it's not a great time for him to already look sluggish, travel halfway around the world and then have to come back again. So I'm a little I'm a little nervous about him. Jack Grealish called up to England, Jack Grealish, to hint at something we briefly yeah. discussed last week with Gareth About Southgate. About time, Southgate, uh, stupid moron. I think moron. it's like the second, second or third time. But anyway, uh, Grealish probably will go up in price during this break as he well. He has already gone up this very evening. So he <laughs> went from 7.4 to 7.5, and Hamas Rodriguez, uh, based on tra- transfers out, is uh, certain to drop. There you go. Uh, if, not, if not right now. By the time you hear this tomorrow or another day later. Very good. Dave, have you made any transfers yet? Uh, yeah, so I was flirting with Grealish, and ironically, Brian, Grealish and Rodriguez. Uh, I felt like I need to make that move. But also, I have some money sitting there in the bank, so I was trying to figure out a way to get uh, Mohamed Salah into my team as well. I just don't know how I'm going to do that oh, yet. You've I, been going – you've been without him. That's uh, – I have, but I feel like he – I mean, he's been real wicked consistent. and he's, You had him to start the season or no? I, no, I never had him. Wow. I've never had him. I haven't owned him all he season. He had him in preseason, then he went triple defender. That's true. Right, right. That's, true. That's right. Okay. That's true. That, so I, I've no, been without him I remember the entire the, season. I remember this podcast from See, earlier in the season. he doesn't listen to the episodes. He's, he's, he's got to remember now from I remember. recording. Yeah. So anyways, I, I am now nervous. I don't want to uh, – if the changes have already been made, I'm showing – Rodriguez for me is a seven seven. I've owned him from the beginning. So my concern was he's probably still at a seven nine. He is, so he hasn't probably dropped yet. But bottom line is I need to do something with him. I, I and I might just go Grealish. Rodriguez to Grealish is a way easy move. Yeah. I mean it's pretty much like for like. Um and I'll make I'll make a few ten pound dollars on Rodriguez. I'm I'm probably not done. I, I'm assuming a minus four kind of coming out of this break. I I will not use my wild card. 
over the break. But I, I yeah, I probably still have uh, something else to do at some point. Very good. I was just interested because as we head into the international break, obviously now we have, as we're sitting here on Monday night, there's almost two entire weeks before there'll be Premier League matches again. A lot will change. There'll, there'll be a lot of matches that are going to be played internationally that could affect some of the players in England. And uh, it's always interesting to hear from the outset what that might mean in terms of some transfer business that we as FPL players do. I remember why I couldn't add Grealish. I already have three Villa players on my team because oh. I made a fatal mistake of having Jed Steer, my 4-0 goalkeeper. And you have Emiliano Martinez, and you Matt also Target. have – I have Target. Wow, Matt Target. You already had Matt mm-hmm. Target? Yeah. Good. Good for so, you. So I can't add him. I have to – and that uh, I have to go negative four. That's why I haven't done it yet. The big discussion in terms of transfer is whether or not now is the time to get ahead of the curve and to send out Harry Kane and Hyung Min Son. This is following West Brom nil, Tottenham one. Doherty to Kane is the lone goal in this match. Doherty makes the dream team. Harry Kane does not, but he does give you some kind of return for those who still have him. That was pretty fortunate, huh? I didn't even watch it. Was it good? I just assume it was be, being so late. It's just a, a really important goal. But I, I Spurs I, looked like they've been playing a ton of matches. In fact, in fairness, most clubs who are playing midweek every week right now because of how the Champions League and Europa League schedules are set up this season, they're all very tired. City, yeah. Liverpool, Spurs, I mean, very, very tired. Chelsea... Didn't look too bad, actually. They looked some of you know they, they looked the best out of the the clubs that are playing in Europe. Yeah, because they have um, two players for every position. Manchester United deserves a little bit of a mention there too. They they looked good, but you can you can tell fatigue was there for most of this match, and then all of a sudden it was like it, it was it was it was just a perfect moment where Doherty happened to be right in between the line of the camera and the goal, and you could just see him float that ball into the 18-yard box, and you could just tell it was going to be perfect. Mm. And it went off Kane's head over the over the keeper and into the net. I mean, you, you could see it coming, but it was still a thing of beauty. Well-deserved. And, you know, here's Doherty again. I'm not owning a Spurs defender. No. We've talked about Regulon, though. We've talked oh, about Doherty. Oh, no, okay, Doherty. fair enough. I was quick on the no. Wrong. No quick on the no there. Regulon, absolutely I'd have consideration. That dude has more attractive balls into the box. And he did here, too. Uh, it, it's unreal. That dude is a baller. But uh, Daher- we know Matt Doherty. We know him. So if he's going to do this week in and week out, there's there's something to it. With that said, you, you well, already probably own Kane and Son, or at least one of the two. But that takes us to the question again. Are either of you concerned about Spurs' upcoming schedule? This is sort of the story. Even even the fantasy football scouts talking about this right now. City, Chelsea, Arsenal, Crystal Palace, Liverpool, Leicester, Wolves. That's their yeah. next seven. What are you doing with your, your Spurs stars? Well, offensively, I'm not changing it. I'm not selling them. Liverpool's defense is without Virgil. Uh, City's defense, and yeah. And TAA. Potentially for that Spurs match. And so, like, well, never mind. Yeah, that's too it's far down too the road. far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, the way these injuries have gone, the DeBrowna injury that wasn't, the Sun injury that wasn't, like how many other injuries that weren't do we need to – I mean, TAA could be back after this international break for who knows. I hope so, personally, as a Liverpool fan. All I'm saying is, for me, I'm not getting rid of Sun and Kane. No way. Those two guys are way too explosive. Spurs, Spurs are a different – look, for me, to my eyes, a different team this year. 
there seems to be a little bit more belief. There seems to be more of a maybe a team of destiny. Maybe Mourinho has talked into them now into his second year, has got them mentally where he wants them to be. One of the things, via that documentary, that he talks about is them being more mentally tough. And he's always said that they're too nice. And nice guys don't win on the pitch. And and he doesn't mean, you know, actually, that's not true. Sometimes he says, yeah, you got to be a bastard on the pitch. But I know what he meant by that. I mean, and, and you, I think anyone who knows football knows, you know, there's times where you got to take that that transition foul uh, that's a, a dinky card. And you're like, well, that's – sometimes I've said it. Like, that's a stupid card. Okay, well, you don't know what's going to happen in that transition. Yeah. And if you can break up play and chop things up, it slows down momentum anyways, whatever. Fantasy- I, I'm just saying, for me, Spurs look to have something that they haven't had before. They're healthy. And with the addition of Bale and Regulon uh, and, and Hoybier, uh, and Dombele has now kind of found playing time on the pitch. Lo Celso is is giving things off the depth. Off the, depth. Yeah, but which I mean, they need. But he, yeah. Mourinho's he, signings this summer though he could are easily, looking clutch. He could easily yeah. start. Yeah. And so all I'm saying, Lo Celso could easily start. I'm just saying this Spurs team to me looks more dangerous than any other team right now. I get I, it. I don't buy Leicester and I don't buy Southampton. I mean, Leicester's fine. They're a good team. Are they a top? Are they challenging for the title? I don't think so. They'll be fine till game week 30, just like always. They're sure. a Brendan Rodgers club. That's sure. what happens. With Spurs, so I, I, most like, weeks no, where there's matches. Long-winded, I'm not doing anything with Spur, with Sunner I'll, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm just not going to captain them in those matches. Yeah, right? I'm I think probably not going to captain I think that's a good strategy. I mean, I'm not going to sell them. I, I would just look, I mean, yeah, you think between City and Chelsea, you know, they have Champions League between Chelsea and Arsenal, and then between Arsenal and Crystal Palace. So, I mean, by the time they play uh, Leicester and Wolves, the EFL Cup is back on, but I don't think that's going to impact Son or Kane all that much. And with the rotation they had, I mean, that's the one good thing is most of the Europa League that they've been in so far, they're they're not, I mean, the rotation has been fine. It hasn't... It hasn't affected Kane, and Son is getting to rest because he's getting to use some of the you know some of the depth that they have. It's been yeah. it's it's been a good rotation so far. I, I'm just looking back through. There's not one match in there, good or good schedule or bad schedule. There's not a match that they have upcoming that you would say what, can Kane or Son not score in one of those. Like I think the the issue seems to be like two blanks in a row for Son. And Kane can't stop scoring. And then you look at red-rated matchups. But since 2018, against Manchester City, maybe uh, Kane isn't great. Uh, Son has scored against City in four of the last five matches Hmm. in all competitions. Son has scored against Manchester City. Kane hasn't scored against Manchester City since 2016. So, but could that change Hmm. this City team? This lackluster, weird city team couldn't give up a penalty in the game. I mean, that's what I mean. Kane is going to—it's a threat to do that every time. Like Chelsea, like Kane and Son. Uh, you know, it's—it's it's, you have to go back a bit, but Kane and Son have scored against Chelsea. Chelsea isn't invincible. Kane if and Son she- can score on anybody. Right, that's what I'm saying. It I, might not be three goals, you, but they can score a goal on anybody. And if it's Son to Kane, which so many goals right. this season have been, and you have both, 
You love that. You absolutely love that. The only thing I didn't like about this goal that Harry Kane scored was that it came from Doherty and not Sun. Yeah. I, like, you know, K- Kane in North London derbies. I mean, what's Kane can't score against Arsenal. He, al- he always does. Son has scored in two of the last four against Arsenal. Like, that's the thing. The, the one guy is, like, maybe you say Son has – I don't know that he's maybe scored one goal ever against Liverpool. I, like, either way, I, I just don't – I think the, the strategy is correct. I'm definitely not transferring either guy out. I feel like it's frivolous to, to do that. Although, I mean, if you're, if you're looking at it as I'm going from Son to Bruno, I'm going from Son to KDB. You're going I, up, I, yeah. I, I guess if you're going to do that, because then I feel like, you know, you probably do have a little bit more – you have a little bit more. Maybe there's a higher, a slightly higher chance of getting a return. But I, I just, I feel like it's it's Sun. You're not transferring out somebody who's, who's, uh, who's that, who's bad. Well, it's it's rare that we have the ability to see this already since we record so early in the week. But Fantasy Football Scout has already published an article about this, and the vast majority of their experts, they've got ten of them, are saying sell both, sell both. And if they're saying if you don't have the money to sell Sun and go up. To go from Sun to Ziyech. Okay, I can. Yeah, I mean, sure. Uh, you, if, if Chelsea's upcoming schedule is is fine, but you know that it it includes Spurs. It includes Spurs. Right? I know. That's what I'm saying. I, I like. I, I guess if you're if you see them as being that valuable, sure. I, I can. I can understand. I can understand it, but it's Ziyech is high, and his price is probably going up tonight. How, but how many people have are in such a position of luxury? I, yeah, that's what that I was going to say. Selling Kane and Son. I mean, I've got two free transfers. I sat still between game week seven and eight, which is the hardest thing I've ever done. My two free transfers are not going to be Kane and Son. I have Trent Alexander Arnold who's got to go, and I've got weak players who I could send out with my second transfer. It, I agree. That was what I was about to say. Is if if your most pressing need is to move Son to Ziyech, then congratulations <laughs> on having the best team and. In the league, I do understand getting coming out of the international break and playing Newcastle, who might not have Callum Wilson, probably won't have Callum Wilson. Yeah, I mean, it's a Newcastle team that has the ability to flounder hard. True. They're low. And then low. Spurs and then Leeds. So, no, I, I understand that. We can talk more about it. We can talk more about Chelsea because I feel like there's more to it than just there's that. There's a lot to However, talk about with Chelsea. However, yes. I understand, I understand the, the move for that. Let's not talk about Chelsea yet because we need to talk about Manchester United and Everton. Everton won, United three. The lone player to make the dream team for this match was Bruno Fernandez. Can I tell a brief story? Sure, Scott. Tell me a story. For the last two pods, is it I about have, Bruno Fernandez? It is about Bruno Fernandez. Oh, well, holy crap! Well, there's a connection. What do you What do you know? Oh, okay. All right, this isn't just a rando story here, Brian. <laughs> okay. Um, for the last two pods, I have teased the idea of taking a negative four and sending out TAA. And both weeks, honestly, I probably should have in hindsight, but I didn't. Okay. This past week, I ended up making zero transfers. I did the absolute opposite because I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to want two free transfers coming out of the international break. Okay. Right? So I ended up doing nothing, which means I still have TAA. I still have Rianne Brewster. All the, you know, the, the move I've been flirting with the last two weeks. And probably those are going to be my two guys out in game week two, not Son and Kane, by the way. Anyway, with all that said, there was a moment because – I can't find a defender that I'm excited about having in the TAA spot in my lineup. That's a big reason why I still have him. Now, I'm going to have to send him out, and I'll send him out here after this international break. But in, in lieu of a, an exciting player to bring into my squad, 
I flirted for a moment with a double transfer that involved Bruno okay. and Brewster instead. Mm. Mm. You're looking at a guy who's never been happier about not making wow. any transfers <clears throat> after Bruno Fernandez scores 17 in this match. Closing thought from me, if I if if I may say one more thing. Last week, I, I I said a lot about how Manchester United players just look so sad. Yeah. Right? Right. There's one guy who has a smile on that squad that can light up a room, and it's Bruno Fernandez. Yeah. And he showed it to us this past week. Dude, he's uh, he showed up. He's... He's heading balls in. He's kicking balls in. He's assisting. He is by far penalty kicking, hands down, the best player of Manchester United since he's come in. And the closest thing to a leader. Uh, no, he is the leader. Yeah. at this point, absolutely. Uh, there's no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, you love his points. You, I mean, if Rashford gets a hair on the cross that he put in, it's an assist and junk time assist to. Cavani that was that is, was really nice. That was a that was a nice moment actually it, for Rashford, Bruno to deliver it was, that up for sure. To give it, I mean, that was. I mean, you're like, if it's if they're not doing anything but a breakaway, that the whistle blows prior to that. But no, I mean, it's a great, I mean, it's a great match. Unselfish and, move, especially because of the way United. I mean, the fact that they had lost midweek in a Champions League match that in was, this game. When they went down one nothing, yeah, I mean, you're there right. was rumors already, like, like Solskjaer's playing for his, you know, managing for his job. I mean, think about it though; it made sense. OGS, like the club, lost a terrible match. Was in Turkey during the uh, Champions League, mm-hmm. and then they're heading into an international break. If they lose this Premier League match, why wouldn't you? If you've got the replacement you want in mind, mm. why wouldn't you go get him after a bad loss here against Everton, knowing that he's got two weeks to settle in before his first match for you know for the new club? Like It made perfect sense, and then all of a sudden, the club, that you know, the players themselves, kind of ruined that plan, uh-huh. assuming there was yeah. a plan. Bruno, probably a little more attacking, I think, than maybe he had been. I mean, he's six shots. I mean, you love that. He... He only created he only one one chance created where Rashford ends up being the facilitator here. He's the one setting up he set up four four shots for his teammates. But Anthony Martial being back is massive for them to be even if he didn't get anything. You love the United attack more with him. I don't know how he's not going to matter at some point soon. In fact, why not ne- next match against West Brom? I mean, no, but I don't know. I, the thing that's hard for them is just injuries. And uh, Solskjaer was furious. I mean, he, I don't know if you saw him post match, just furious at at Premier League scheduling. Why they were the early kickoff on Saturday after they traveled overnight Wednesday and Thursday back from their Champions League match, and he talked about that. Just saying, like, it's bad for everyone, not just COVID-related for the entire world, but just saying, why can't we play on Sunday? Why can't teams who are traveling like this have a little bit more time? How do you expect anyone to play their best football? when we? And then you see what happened to them. They lose Lindelof. Mason Greenwood was sick and didn't make the squad in this match. Luke Shaw is done for, you know, they're saying, like, just now, it could be a long one is the way Solskjaer said it. And Marcus Rashford leaves here with a shoulder injury. I mean, they lost four people or down four people uh, between you know between Greenwood and the three injuries during the match. So I mean, I I get it. I, it's it definitely does not help them here. Uh, and then then you have international break travel for a lot of these guys. It's true. It's very interesting. Uh, 
Brian, there was a moment where uh, Seamus Coleman uh, engaged in some uh, WWE style action yeah. on the pitch. Uh, he and- was not having it. No. No, thank you, Luke Shaw, sir. It was an amateur body slam. Mm-hmm. And the moment it happened, I contacted you on our Slack workspace. I yes. said, at BJ Shesko, we need a Seamus curse on this mm. next pod. Yes. And I believe you're ready with one. Curse Seamus. <laughs> when you were born, you were so ugly, the nurse slapped your mother. I hope it wasn't true. It's a little violent. Curse ye, Luke Shaw. You're as thick as manure, but only half as useful. (laughs) (laughs) A double curse. The curse extends to that chunker Luke Shaw. (laughs) He threw Luke Shaw down like like a fifth grader. uh, Can I I just say, uh, Jordan Pickford, the rested Jordan Pickford, he had a moment here where he didn't look great. Uh, he actually uh, dropped the ball. I feel like that's most games, Scott. I know. He dropped the ball and then going are to you, get are it. Are you a Pickford apologist? No. Like, why not just jump on this bandwagon and kind of slam him? <laughs> Now's the time. No one's going mean, to no, no one's yeah, gonna say no, no anything gonna about say anything. it. Now's the time to do it. I mean, I mean I'm, he, I'm right bringing... now, his form, I don't know what's going on. He must have something going on in his personal life. As long I, as... And I hope that gets better for him if that's the case. But, dude, you are not sharp, and you are not good enough to be England's number one right now and you need to get your crap together just as long as you guys don't insult Keppa anymore leave him alone no, I'm just kidding I'm just kidding well I'm, I'm not gonna kidding. kick that guy's down I'm not gonna <laughs> no, kick no I'm kick just kidding that's what I mean I'm like no way dude no what you you want Pickford to be not only England continue to be England's number one but you think he's number one in Everton hearts too I'm bringing here? up the fact that he had a terrible moment here where he couldn't catch the ball and then Harry right. Maguire like it flops to the ground, because, but but honestly, it was all caused by Pickford not being able to catch the ball with his flappy arms. Two things about Everton. First of all, Everton needs Richarlison yeah. back as fast as possible. DCL gives you something here, but it was a bit he, fluky. Oh, my goodness. Like First of all, since the Richarlison red card and the Hamas Rodriguez nut bruise... Uh, <laughs> Calvert Lewin has like they've had ta- they've taken six Everton has collectively has taken six shots six shots against Southampton they had they loaded up against Newcastle they had fifteen shots but still lost two one to Newcastle and then have seven shots here in collectively Calvert Lewin has six in those three matches and five of them were against Newcastle like. Carlo Ancelotti said, we have 22 players. We have covered all the positions. We ha- of course, we have to, but it is impossible to replace Richarlison. And he even said there's no one in the world like Richarlison. So we have to play. We have to replace him with another player with different quality, Bernard. which is the kindest way to say <laughs> Bernard and Gilfie Sigurdsson do not equal Richarlison. Bernard did okay uh, in this game. Sure. He and did. he scores. It's hilarious. Points. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. He gets that early goal. I don't know how many times. You're never counting on that ever, but... Uh, but between that and Hamas Rodriguez being nearly non-existent, uh, Dave, has anyone said uh, called him Hamezit Rodrozil? <laughs> no, 
That's hilarious. Okay, well, that's a, that is a I would, FPL America. I would not that wish a, that on anyone. Trademark that because uh, okay. he was he disappeared here. Uh, Ironically, even though Mesut Ozil is completely relevant, that's only the first of two mentions he's going to get on this podcast teaser to stick around Amazing. later. On. Wow! Amazing. Uh, like three touches in the in the United box for Hamas Rodriguez takes zero shots. Alex Awobi had three touches in the United box in Guys, 20, in twenty four minutes. Hamas uh, Rodriguez has had two good matches out of eight. No, I, I look, I've sold him. Right. I sold him for Bruno earlier. I changed up what I was doing. That was a lot of lie. What a liar! Oh my gosh! Who else did you sell? Yeah, what else? Did, what else possible? did you lie and then do now? I still have point five left in the bank. You had you had four pounds in the bank. I had three point something. You came at me earlier this season for, for having, having extra money. for having money for in the bank. Do you remember that? Yeah, of course. And then here you are with four plus pounds in the bank. It's, all right, all right, fine. We can talk about this. But so, last week I made a move. I pretty much had zero money in the bank, and I had TAA and Robertson, and I I sold them for Zuma and Chilwell. Producing three point. That's a good amount of money. That's a good. So amount like of that's money. where it came from, Jack. <laughs> like it was one move last week, and I tr- I I've already got rid of it. You lie again. It was two moves. <laughs> it was two moves last week. You bunch of Jack. <laughs> oh. Listen, my favorite quote was Carlo Ancelotti. This is the Brian manager quote of last week. My favorite quote was Carlo Ancelotti before matches started saying, "Hamas said he's one hundred percent." I have some doubt, (laughs) but it doesn't matter. It will be important if he can show 50%. I think you got about 50% Hamas here, and it was not good. Yeah. Yeah. He asked to be substituted, so says the Liverpool Echo, because he was tired. I'll bet he was. That's exactly why. I just, Mm. like, for me... I love the schedule. I think, of course, getting Richarlison back and them having a, a normal attacking lineup when they come out of the break, you, you, it looks really favorable. Calvert-Lewin rightfully should be transferred in. I would love to bring Richarlison Yeah, back. but if you don't own DCL Fresh, by what? now, then you're just stupid. I don't own DCL I, by now. I don't have him. You're I've stupid. N- I've never had him. Why not? Because I have. it hasn't hurt me, really. That's the thing. But here's I've, the thing. I've gotten points elsewhere. I, DCL I, I get is why. The, yeah, but, DC- yeah, but he's not a cost issue. It has been. And, and look, Alexander Mitrovic is a big, <laughs> strong man. And how do you, I look, I understand exactly what you're saying. I look, I sh- I, there are plenty of times where I looked at it and I thought, yeah, I should probably get him. And then I had another pressing need. I had something more important to, to take care DCL of. DCL is the Tammy Abraham of this season. Tammy Abraham of last season. I mean, he's at that same price point. DCL is to Tammy what... Bamford is to Pookie, all right? It's just crazy how similar these last two seasons have been with these, you know, those two second and third forward spots in your lineup. But here's the thing. DCL, I flirted with the idea of looking at this and thinking, you know, do I cash out now? I've had that thought a couple of weeks now. Do I cash out now? And, of course, these last two weeks have been eight and five. DCL is one of the few players who's given you no less than five for seven out of the eight matches so far this season. And the moment I looked at whether or not now was the time to cash out during this international break, did you see what I saw on the schedule? Mm. At Fulham, game week nine. Right. So, no. Now is not the time if you have DCL. At Fulham, home leads, which that game could be 4-4, and then at Burnley. Right. Right. That that's tightening up. I no. I, that's why I'm saying getting back in on Everton. My my concern is entirely with Hamas Rodriguez. If he's still hurt, if he's fatigued, 
He's about to go on international break. Colombia have World Cup qualifiers on Friday and next Tuesday. How can that help? I, I just don't see it as being a, necessarily a good thing for Hamas Rodriguez Great coming point. out of the break, unless you see uh, swollen testicle keeps him out of both <laughs> World Cup qualifiers, and he had you know bruised ends, nut right, and he ends up sitting out both, and he gets rested. Yeah. Uh, well, he's not. You know what, Brian? It's not my problem anymore. Uh, I can, I'm, as far as I'm concerned, we can stop talking about him. He is not on my okay. team. I, I'm just saying a lot of people have him, and he. I, I don't doubt at all his importance to Everton. I think it's entirely about it just makes me nervous coming out of this break. City 1, Liverpool 1. Time to talk about Mo Salah's penalty kick goal and KDB's missed opportunity for a penalty kick goal. City robbed again. Robbed? Yeah. Robbed how? KDB missed. An inside job by KDB? No. Is that that what you mean? Robbed. I'm not saying they got ripped off. I'm just saying, like, this is another match where it's like they – it's there for them to take. It's one the, one was the proper result. It's here. the it's the Riyad Mahrez missed penalty in a it, in a nil nil draw. Like it's just it's a yeah, it's I a kind know, of. Scott. I, I feel like a lot of people say it's kind of even Steven. I, I feel like City probably had the better chances in the match. And I'm not talking trash. I, I mean, when you have two good teams on the pitch, like that's going to happen. Is is the one one fair? Eh, eh, probably. But if you had to say, all right, if you really stick it. It, who had the better game? I would have probably said City. I mean, and they should have won. You know, you know how like you know beauty when you see it, right? Like the first fifty-five minutes of this match were fantastic. Like there will never like find me two better clubs in the entire world who can put on a better fifty-five minutes of football than that. Yeah. Especially, especially those moments where it got stretched out a little bit and it's going back and back forth. And forth. And, I mean, these are world-class players at nearly every position on the pitch. It was a beautiful thing until they got tired because, you know, Champions League. And here's the thing. I was I was pointing this out in our Slack workspace earlier today. Can I just make the weekly plug for our sure. Patreon site Absolutely, here? Absolutely, no doubt. Patreon.com slash FPLAmerica. Micro donation tiers. You can join our Slack workspace if you donate. We've got you know, new listeners who have done that. There's a lot of great conversations and, all the time. And all week long, but especially during the matches. That's absolutely true. And we're only halfway through this. I mentioned earlier that these clubs who are playing Champions League and Europa League matches are at a little bit of a disadvantage. I'll be honest. I put on our Slack workspace. These clubs playing in Europe have never been at a more disadvantage in a league than they are this season because of the way that it's every week for the last three weeks. Yeah. And it's going to come again. There's three more game weeks in the in the group stage. It's still coming. We're only halfway through it for these top clubs in Europe. I mean, Scott, and it's, it's affecting everyone but Arsenal. And I was gonna. Yeah, it, it's gonna affect. And it's. Gonna, I, I wish I. I wish I could use that excuse for my team. They have literally played separate, almost completely separate elevens in both matches. I'm not kidding. Go go back and look at the sheets. Yeah. The the subs come in overlap, but it is literally almost complete elevens. And Scott, that's. One reason why I get a little bit of my frustration out, but I mean, sure, but it's gonna but, affect. That's gonna affect city city probably most of all because that what's one thing that they haven't been able to do in this pep run is the, is Rose well Rotate. the Champions League. I mean, it just seems yeah. like that is the one thing. Oh he, yeah, yeah. He's he wants not that go- competition. Right. He's not yeah. going to rest his best players. Yeah. For. But Champions you know what? League. You know what they're doing well, and and honestly, England is performing very well in Champions League, and. Part of what might help this is I know Liverpool's in this position. City is close to being in this position. Like, 
maybe those fifth and sixth matches, these clubs can rest some players and play some B-side players because they've got things locked up. If you're ready to move on right. to the knockout That's rounds, may, you know, maybe you can rest some guys for those last couple matches. These clubs are going to need it because we saw in the last 35 minutes of this match, these two clubs really need that right now. Yep. Yeah. No, agree completely. But and KDB missed here, and that was a big – I mean, that was a huge moment in this match. And if it wasn't for so many missed penalty kicks, which we're going to get to later on in this podcast, KDB might be Wasteful Player of the Week. Yeah. He's only topped by one guy for sure. <laughs> hey, um, I don't know what Cancelo has to do. I don't know what else this guy's got to do. Sure he's got to get right? He's got to get more – Fantasy points. Uh, we can talk about it. I some mean, other time. On, okay. I'm being no. actually being really harsh. Eight five eight, and then three in this match. Right, because he got yeah. a bonus point here. He finishes with one bonus point in a one one match where other people scored the goals and he didn't assist them. Okay, Brian. Let me ask you a question. I've got to send out TAA. I've delayed for two weeks. I've got to do it during this international break. They're going to play Spurs coming out of the international break, which I've, I'm keeping Sun and Kane. I've already gone on record saying that. Right. That's not really the time to bring in Cancelo, right? I. I, I mean, I would say Ben Chilwell if you don't have him. I do, right? So he's the obvious guy. I'm thinking for, but but yeah, I don't see I don't see why not. There are other players that I Dave. I mean, we said it already. If you want to drop down a complete tier here, go. I mean, Matt Target I think is an awesome choice. Yeah. I love the Matt Target selection. I'm I'm it, actually I, thinking about it, even well, though he's a Villa defender. And if you're gonna go, I mean, if, if you trust at all West Ham defensively, I mean, I think. Aaron Cresswell is a is, is he a, a little hurt though? He I think always perpetually. Yeah, he's always a little <laughs> a little dinged. Um, but I wouldn't be worried about it over the break. I was actually thinking about Max Kilman because we've talked about him so much. Kilman keeps starting. I mean, that's the thing. It just depends on what you want to do. I mean, I feel like uh, Saïs owners are in the same spot mm-hmm. because you have you have a guy that's now been benched twice. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you hold on to him. But Cancelo is despite look, still being the top I, defender scorer for for Wolves. Can't like we've said it before. We've already said it. Can Spurs score against City? Absolutely. Can they score twice against City? Absolutely. Sure, absolutely they can. It just, I, it doesn't seem like there's going to be uh, this Spurs team is not doesn't seem as susceptible to getting shredded by anybody. This is the best Spurs team that I've ever seen. I, I just, I mean, I'm done. I don't, I would, I don't know that I'd be that nervous about it. And it's the deepest. But Cancelo but, can do but, offensive things. Right, that's but, exactly what I mean. We've, and that's we've, why you own a defender this season right, is for offense. Right, we've said it. We've said it all season long so far. If you get a, the bonus of a clean sheet, uh, the guy's just creating chances uh, every single week without fail. Cancelo's um, a great. He's a good own. He's, a, he's right. A, he's I, a good own. I think that. I think that the way it's the way people are owning defenders right now too. I think the Trent Alexander Arnold. I mean, if I like. I don't see how Andy Robertson is still a bad choice. I mean, I, to me, I, I, it would make me nervous to not have one of those guys, regardless of what Liverpool defensively looks but like. But again, because of offense, right? I mean, he's going to get Right, and that's exactly why. You can trust that he's going to be involved going and He's going to score probably right. three goals still this season. Three or four. You'll take that from a defender. For sure. So, no, I like I, I just think with somebody like, you know, with Manchester City, he's I just like you love the consistency of it. That's the thing. It's 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 so much about the minutes in this match. Like he ends up creating as many chances as KDB does. I, I, I like 
and I know that like it's two each. I know that's not a ton, but in a match that you, like you say, it ends one one. I mean, maybe there were more more goals in here. It was a slog at the end. Yeah. There's, I mean, it's a, a another a match that ends in a torrential downpour. I hit the ten sec. Oh yeah, what is what is the deal? Like seriously, rain. Rain, is leading rain. the table in the Premier League so yeah. far this season. I mean, it it crushed the the a lot of probably what would have been more For amazing a month, about about it's been che- yeah about destroying che- Chelsea, matches Chelsea and Manchester United and now this you know this match. But no, I I'm I just think in a match where you, you like you love to see a guy a defender in a one one match where us where a striker two of the most on th- the three most important midfielders all get returns and who gets one of the bonus points Cancelo. Cancelo. Yeah. like i i just feel like that's yeah. it's just so good at this point some folks have sala and jota in their midfield i still think that's a great idea i've definitely am well, tempted you didn't by mention it. mane in there no because the sala mane debate is not a debate i have ridden captain mo to a decent start through eight game weeks this season and it's not even close between those That's two fair. guys I mean, right now. It's twenty-one points to separate them, which is like two. Saudi Mane is two thirds of right. We, of right, we Mo talked Salah's about that right because now. he didn't get a goal in the game that Mane or that Salah scored two penalty kicks, and he didn't play in Salah's other big return match. And so, Salah got a penalty kick goal in this one. Salah's the I mean, penalty Mane, kick taker. Mane, Mane got the assist. Right, Mane match. gets the assist. Like he got you. Mane's return. not terrible. Right. But Salah, as the penalty kick taker, is giving you points in just about every match. Right. It's like it's. I just don't want to count. Like you like that he takes penalties. I just don't think it's that. I don't think the gap is that big between them. In in there I know will, the point difference yeah. is big, but there'll that, definitely that, be a time this right, season it when, ha- it, when it becomes a debate again. There's no doubt about that. Lester won. Wait a second. Oh, okay. uh, in a. <sighs> Uh, it has to happen. It First of all, no, just point. to say that TAA's calf strain, the expectation is out at least over the break. Ben Dinnery, great friend of all, for, friend, of for, for, friend of everyone, sure. reporting it could be up to a month. So I feel like it's a gift. Not that I'm not downplaying that. I am not talking about the injury. <laughs> I am not saying like it's, it's ridiculous. I, a gift for him. No, I am a, just saying it is a gift for his injury to get yes. it over the international break, yes. but also for tr- for your fantasy team management. If you are holding him for some reason, I, which I, I still d- am, I I can't imagine that you do. And this nope. is there is no better time. Not this is to finally do. the excuse I needed to sell him to have you, the impetus to you sell waited, him. You and as a Liverpool right fan. I was like, I'm okay. Like Milner comes on, it doesn't hurt the Liverpool result that that TAA goes off and Milner comes game. on. Although I think there was a free kick late in this match where I would have preferred mm-hmm. TAA on it. Sure. But anyway, it's fine. Milner comes on. You know, the the squad is just deep enough so far to handle these injuries, and and I'm okay that this probably pulls TAA off the England squad. I mean, I don't want any of my guys playing international matches right now. No. Yeah. Uh, last thing. Uh, in a segment we like to call, I say a name and you guys react. Okay. okay. Name, name, react. The segment is called Instant Name Reaction. Okay. <laughs> Phil Foden. Nah. Minutes. Give me minutes. Like, he's great. But what in the Why is he coming on with, like, six minutes left in this match? Is it six minutes? All right. Instant reaction will be big talk, little walk. Whoa. Do you still think he is a value? 
Not in fantasy right now. Not with the way Pep is using him. Okay. A value for what? A value no, for I'm just saying, like, garbage bag? The whole... A value for a steak dinner? <laughs> I'm just a va- like what value? I want another name. A guy I'm no, there's not a it's not about a comparison. I'm just saying the issue from the start of the season was he costs the cheapest, he's yep. the lowest priced. Can I make a bold statement right Manchester now? Manchester City midfield option. Bold statement. You know yes, ready? I would like this bold I will statement. own Phil Foden at some point later this season. Oh, you will? Sure. Okay. There'll be a moment where so he plays he is more. a value then. Probably in those festive fixtures, he'll okay. get more minutes, and there'll be value. Right now, almost yeah, none. That's a good take, Scott. I might buy into that a little bit. Okay. All right, Brian, I'm ready. That's it. That's all. I, that is the only name. That okay. is the end all of right. the segment. That's the instant reaction. Just because it's more. still in the I match. I such a great segment. I wanted more. It's in the match. It's, Jeez. A, it's just about Phil Foden starting four matches in a row, then subbing twice, and then being an unused sub in this match. I'm just saying it's it's a guy who people are, are I'm sure, going right, to look whatever. at. Whatever. It's can great, I go to the next match? Of course now you can. That is it. All right. Lester one, Wolves nil. We got to talk about Jamie Vardy. He's one for two on penalty kicks in this match, and probably most of your Wolves assets. Got Give me an instant reaction, do, Brian. Do a new segment. <laughs> okay. Do a new segment on Jamie Vardy. In a continuing segment, we like to call name, reaction, go, legend. Jamie Vardy, legend. No. One for two on penalty. Dude's You're disappointed a, with four a, points in this a match. Legend, man. Four points. It's a legend. That that dude. I'd love to hate him, but that dude is just a freaking stud, dude. I'll tell you who's not calling him a legend is anyone who started uh, Justin in this match. Yeah, because Justin would have gotten the assist yeah. on the one that he missed. Yeah. And Rui Patricio gives you 10 fantasy points yeah. thanks to making the, the well, getting credit for you know the save on the, on the one that Vardy missed. You blame Vardy more than you credit uh, Patricio. Legend. 100%. Dude's a legend. Um, James Justin does still get six points here, largely because of the clean sheet. You're not too upset for him. No, not at all. I own three strikers. I own three of the top four strikers in the fantasy scoring league. Wow. I don't own Vardy. How are you doing this season with those strikers? Uh, They've been doing awesome for me. Good. My problem has been captains. Mm. And my one week, two weeks ago, which no one scored on my entire team, and I scored like a 29. Yeah, that's that's terrible. I mean, like that game, I love to forget. Per player, yeah, unbelievable. Two and a half. Anyways, bottom line is no. Look, I got Bamford, DCL, and Kane. They're crushing. Yeah, that's a great so front line. I, I just uh, do you play three forwards every week? I have been. Yeah, you should be. Yeah, that's good. But Vardy, I mean, well, I mean, are you tempted with Kane to Vardy at all? No, I want. I don't know. Maybe yeah. May, you know what? That probably should be something to consider. Honestly, you're welcome. It really should be because, like, you can make up make up a little bit of money there, and I'm not sure you're losing yeah. a ton. I mean, they both for you know, a month. What's, no, what's one of my rules? Like, there's you know, and again, I, Bamford made me add him into this this season. There's only about six or seven guys, seven or eight guys who score hat tricks, and Kane's one of them, but Vardy's one of them too. So, you know, I I think w- when you're looking at some of the big timers, the only uh, yeah. thing is. Lester comes out of the international break yeah, with playing Liverpool. at Liverpool. No, it's Liverpool. But, but, that, but this is not a Virgil defense sure, league, Liverpool. Sure. Right, that's what I was going to ask you. And it's not a TAA. Fulham, Sheffield, and Brighton are the three after that. Right. The, you know what? That probably should be something to consider. Brian, uh, a guy that we love to respect uh, on Twitter – for forever, I thought it was Laterizer. Right. It's Late Riser. Yeah. Um, hey, look, you can pronounce he it. He is 
brilliant. And see but where Brian, those those letters one form of the things, that, so. One of his rules in FPL, and this guy's a genius, uh, but one of his rules in FPL is to not get glued to a player. He said before there's times he sold DeBrowna last year when DeBrowna was like the second overall right. fantasy score. He would sell him – correct me if I'm wrong. He would sell him one week and buy him back the next – it, just based yeah, on he, matchups and penalties yeah, and whatever. The, like, yeah, so in other words, like if I sold Kane and picked up Vardy for one week, like I should be willing to do that. He's the guy leading the charge for uh, just a, a upside chasing as a strategy. Right. So right. if you see the potential upside in somebody, even if it's a, a far lower player, you know, don't get attached. Yeah, exactly that. Don't get attached. Don't get to attached name. to a player. Uh, no. Who do you who do you trust more? Vardy at Liverpool. Can Vardy trouble the Liverpool he back line? Of course, he's going to do that. Can, he's a big time player. Who do you trust him more than Kane against Manchester City? Probably a little bit. I don't, Maybe I don't, actually. I think I think you probably do. And then it's the reason why the 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 schedule those three matches after liverpool are the reason why i'm not in a rush to get rid of harvey barnes right look is there anyone in wolves so kilman and eight nori start again we Aitnori just say, looked like he was 19 right second match beginner's luck was over so should we well i was going to say should should saiz owners be concerned because cuz that now. this was the that was the yes that was the issue yeah and marsal was back uh, for this match. I'm going to answer your question very literally. Should they be concerned? Yes. Okay. That doesn't mean he's not going to play maybe even the next match. Right. That's why that's that. I, but they I, should be concerned other than Kilman, because I think he has taken over as the unessential un- own as the cheapest starting player who I think you can count on here. Is any other wolf a must have? In any sense of the no. word, no, no, Jimenez. So you guys are ruling out Jimenez, right? Yes. Everyone is. is you and can't... I'm ruling him out because of the three forwards you named in your lineup, Dave. There are so many other forwards that I'm much more interested in. Che Adams, Che Adams, Ali Watkins, maybe Watkins. Mope. When Scott, Danny Ings Scott comes Watt- back, Watkins, Danny Ings. Watkins is uh, sixth. Yeah. Right? No, there's there's scoring. there's a ton of value to be had. There. I just I'm just saying. I just look at these guys and I'm like, because a ton of people, not a ton, but twenty five thousand or so, the people who brought in Potence after he scores finally after a million <laughs> matches. I mean, I, I, I could not be more. And then he was subbed out after what? Right, fifty nine minutes. Yeah, he gets yeah. to fifty nine minutes, even though I think on most places it looks like it says sixty, which is hilarious because they he, rounded it up. FPL counted it as fifty nine. <laughs> yeah, but he was out at the fifty nine the fifty nine minute mark. Uh, no, zero shots for Potence and Jimenez. I mean, they t- it took eight shots in the match anyway. I just don't see how you do it. But So, this the KDB missed penalty kick in the previous match we discussed, and then the Jamie Vardy one that he scored, both of those came off of very controversial, but VAR-induced handball calls. Right. Do we want to discuss this at all? I don't think there's much to discuss. I mean, neither I, one. You just made... want to cry about the Joe Gomez. No, I don't think. I don't think it was a handball at all on, on Kilman, Gomez on Kilman. Kilman. And if you in don't think match. it was on Kilman, then it definitely wasn't on Gomez. No. Gomez's was no was, because Kilman's I, was so much closer. I'm glad that they pointed it out. In Gomez the, is his arm against his body. That's where Kilman's was, and he was pulling it in, and and then I that I was like like 
a lot closer. I like that they pointed it out in the match to that they showed the replay of um, what's the man in the Wolves in Wolves Lester uh, Anthony Taylor that they showed what he looked at when he went to the monitor to Ooh, Anthony Taylor when yes when he watched the the replay and that they said it looks like he's watching it in slow motion like. If that wondering if that didn't have an effect on just him looking at the basic issue of of what what, what the ball actually touched and not thinking to and not seeing it in real time, just yeah. to think Pratt kicked the ball from like five feet right into Kilman, yeah. who was not in an unnatural position, was right. not trying to make his body bigger, and it just in slow motion, yeah, it looked terrible because it went right into his hand. It's just like a, it's an impossible thing to call. I don't know how they do it. Former player pundits are crying foul, pun intended, on the fact that this idea of natural position is just being misinterpreted by referees. I mean, obviously the referees are, in both cases, are going to the monitors, they're getting a second look, and they're still deciding that this is a penalty, that this is a handball that needs to be called. So obviously, you know, the rule as it's been clarified i have air quotes in the air right now as i say the word clarified uh is is being applied here with the referees going to the monitor i mean as the guy who has been i mean i want var to work more than anyone i do and you know what's funny it has been all these champions league matches in midweek in 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 the midweek is showing me what var could be in the premier league but just isn't and, and unfortunately, I don't think VAR is the problem here. I think it's the fact that these referees are being forced into making these handball calls that just are. Well, I, I understand how you are. don't like the Gomez, but uh, in, in most Liverpool people will say justice was served, ball doesn't lie. Uh, That's right. Brian, this is not a basketball podcast, but when you, when you yep. miss a basketball yep. shot after something, after you got a shot that you didn't deserve, yeah. uh, right. missed frequently free someone will under their breath say ball doesn't lie, like yeah. you missed a shot for a reason. So I, I don't know. Anyway. In either case, I just want to say that like I'm resigned to the fact that this is the world we're in right now. So I'm not fighting it. Okay. But I think I think we all have to agree, despite the tinkering that's been going on mid season, and I say mid season, eight weeks in, but you know, they've already been tinkering with this handball rule. It's still not there. Um, they need to work on the offside rule. The handball rule is fine. No, you know what they need to do about the offside rule? You bring this up and I'm gonna jump all over this. You know what they need to do? Get rid of the <laughs> lines get rid of the lines i love use i love drawing lines use your eyes if it's not clear and obvious to your eyes on that monitor don't make the call scott i just want this to happen and and are we there are we there yet what game what game are we on we're still on wolves and lester are are you done with lester no i have one more thing i had a feeling i just want to do a soy and chew watch (laughs) (laughs) okay okay he hasn't moved at all I, i don't think he made the pitch (laughs) <laughs> no, because he tore a, a yeah. muscle off of the bone yeah. on his groin. Okay, so I don't know what it is. What? Was tearing the muscles off? Wait, of, what, off bo- of, what bone? I don't know. It's just, no. <laughs> Wilfred and Didi had that. Uh, they said the same thing that he had a, a muscle that detached from the bone. Surprising then, comment from Scott there. Normally wait, that's coming. They out of changed my it. Mouth. Now they're saying Soyuncu might not. He might be back before the end of the wait, calendar Soyuncu year. Wait, Soyuncu and Didi have. Have, they both have had muscles that came off injury? of the bone. I don't think that Soyuncu's was is on his groin. And he's like, like Didi's was. I don't sympathy, think that his was. sympathy muscle pulls. It's, a, it's, the same a, place? it's like uh, uh, it's injury sympathy. Yes. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, no, his uh, ownership uh, as an update: three point six percent of uh, FPL managers continue to own 
Chalar. Those so are you dead. You. dead. They're dead already that dead. That is the, the best so indicator dead. of which teams are dead and which is are Jeff, not. Three point six. Is Jeff a your honor? I don't think so. Oh, he, right. he, I think he's right. there's a, but it's his price is still five point three. Come on, uh, everyone in the world, let's get that down to where it belongs right. at four point five. <laughs> uh, the last thing I want to say is that the man of the match here for a lot of people was Wesley Fofana. The uh, the central defender who's been filling in He's in that spot filthy good. has he, looked ridiculous. He looked yes, really good exactly. against Arsenal. That we, I was has, chapped. Has him. anyone said banana fana folk? Oh, I hope I'm sure they have. Two bonus points here. Of course they've. Why wouldn't they say of that? Of course they have. He's five zero. It's literally a song he, quote. The fact that he is cheaper than Soyuncu says everything you need to know about <laughs> Chalar Soyuncu. That is the uh, end of. Wolves and Lester, would you like to make another comment about VAR and drawing lines from arms? Don't draw lines. Okay. The lines are the problem. We'll get to that later. There's a better match to discuss this. Okay. First, we got to talk about Southampton. They do it again. KWP, Kyle Walker-Peters, and uh, Stuart Armstrong make the dream team after their 2-0 win over Newcastle. And because Che Adams got in the action... That's why I asked at the top of this pod, Danny who? Yeah. Well, they just needed him to step in there. And I think the question was from the beginning of the season, like I owned him in the wrong three weeks. Mm. Uh, so you dumb. love that, bud. He's looking clinical. I mean, the fact <laughs> that he, you know, forced. This, this is, that's the word to describe this goal. Puts clinical. Three shots, three of his four shots on target, uh, I mean, it's important because now we know for sure Ings is out at least four weeks, probably, four, you know, it's the four to six, however long that actually, whatever this Which means issue two, was. Three. <laughs> I guess so. The, hey, uh, hey, so I own KWP. Yes. Which is why I don't own Yannick Vestergaard. Right. But Vestergaard does it again. He gives you some points here. Right, another clean sheet. Another, what, did he end up with a straight six or did he get a bonus point here? Did he go to seven? Um, no, this was a straight six. Okay. Uh, but as a KWP owner, I'm excited because KWP had nine. Yeah, you love the bonus points from Kyle Walker-Peters, who is an excellent, excellent. I'm going to continue to have him in my 4.5 defender rotation. The goodness of Kyle Walker-Peters for on behalf of Spurs to Saints is the goodness that Pierre-Emile Hoybier has taken from saints to spurs i feel like it's like right. really good of right. both of them to cooperate this mutually way. assured yeah business. excellent i know that that wasn't the trade but this is it's that worked acronym out. Makes excellent the word man kwp don't know what that means but p-e-h P- yes <laughs> what the hell um you know who is you know who's really good here and it's it's sad that we're james ward prouse no it's yes. theo yeah. walcott theo, theo. Theo, Theo Walcott, a extremely unlucky here for to not score his own goal and should have had a penalty called on the Jamal Lascelles challenge. The guy looked great. So, and I'm not necessarily advocating owning him, but man, has he looked good since coming back as a Theo Walcott for most of his life fan. You know what he did in this match? The same thing he did for Arsenal. He missed big chances. Unfortunately, I'm not. I, <laughs> That's listen, the story I'm of his not, career. It, it kind of is, and and I, it sounds horribly negative because I really like him, but when I look at his career, I've been let down by those chances so many sure. times. No, so I, for no, me I, watching for it as sure. an Arsenal fan, I'm like, 
I'm not mocking it, but I'm like, golly, he's still doing it. No, like, every, every, like, I want him to do better. Every time with Everton, that it was like, whoa, he's picking up a little bit of form here. And then yeah. as soon as and he becomes a commodity, it, 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 that's it. exactly when it dro- the bottom drops out. No, I understand. I'm just saying he looked excellent. Excellent here. He does get the actual assist on the Che Adams goal. So. Yeah. He's had fantasy so, returns in three out of the last four matches. Right. I, I you're not going there. You're not going there. Maybe you do. Ryan. Is it expensive? Is he is he twelve dollars? I I it's a I just don't think it's yeah, of course. There are cheaper guys that can do as much for you as he does, and certainly you can get to seven from him, which is the the range of some of the other most important people. So anything else in this match? Newcastle is Burnleying. Just four shots here. So I and Callum Wilson you. is injured. I think that is the most important story other yeah. than Southampton went top of the table for a if minute. If I had done my double move for a negative four that I did not make, it would have been TAA and Brewster for somebody and Callum Wilson. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad I didn't make that move. Hamstring injury, Steve Bruce says, needs a scan. But early reports are that the team fears... That he could be out for the rest of the calendar year. Wow. So if Newcastle... That's, that's terrible for Newcastle. If Newcastle loses him for more than a month, I mean, the feeling the feeling is if it's a serious enough hamstring injury, they're going to need him to be not just healthy and capable, but they need him back to full fitness because of the congestion of December fixtures. Yeah, but I mean, if you're Newcastle, you've got Callum Wilson and Andy Carroll who are injury right. issues you're, in their own way. Yeah. Your, Wilson's your, legs and Carroll's groins. You're filling in with Callum Wilson with Andy Carroll or Joelinton. And Joelinton's tripping over his own feet. Mm. Yeah. No, that's exactly. Or right. you're playing uh I guess you're playing you're risking Almiron up higher. Who just isn't he's he's good in a weird way. Not not really a helpful way. Che Adams has gone up in price already. So he was he was down to five eight. He's Jason up to goals. He's up to five nine right now. They come out, uh, you know, they come out of the break at Wolves. So, eh. can I, like, can I, so eh. Wolves. The only way I can think of it is is that they, it's like they downgrade everything around them. <laughs> Defensively, they make it worse for the team facing them. But Wolves are bad enough that it doesn't it. And they're, but they're a risk to score a goal, so they make the defense that they're facing yeah. worse. Yeah. I, it's the we, they're the weirdest team they're, to judge they're right now. They're primarily kryptonite. Mm. And so for Saints to come out of the break at Wolves, then play home to Manchester United, it's not ideal. No, I don't see a rush to do it. If I mean, Ames we talked was, about Southampton's schedule for the first eight weeks being amazing. At some point, that has to stop. True. Yeah. Well, then Brighton and Sheffield after that. So I can understand it on price. The Che Adams, is in, he's below the Bamford range. The Bamford line is is now up. He might be 6'1 now. Has he gone up? But the Bamford line, you know, I'd say below the Bamford line. Can we start calling it that? Because Bamford was the low. Was the low. I love that. That's got a good ring to the it. The Bamford line was the low line for the for the start of the season. He was 5'5 five five when he started. And that, that represented the best viable guy as far as i can tell uh brian chesco at this moment he's still six i think he is still six that's not although gonna, that's not gonna last long. he's still six yeah that's not gonna last long uh i would uh, statistically look like he should have gone up newcastle come out of it to, with chelsea palace aston villa as soon as they come out of the break 
geez, I mean, that's 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 it's bad news for uh, Callum Wilson, less Newcastle. We've got to talk about Chelsea next. Chelsea 2, Sheffield 1. Sheffield doesn't give you much in terms of storylines, but Chelsea does it every position in FPL. Immediately, those who went straight to Mendy, they lose a clean sheet in this match. But Ben Chilwell owners are happy when he scores yeah. a goal. Then you got to talk about Hakeem Ziyech and how great he looks. Oh, man, and not- at forward, you've got an issue with Tammy V. Timo. Yeah, uh, so... Uh, first, that was my one transfer this week was Alexander Arnold out, Ben Chilwell in. Uh, it's my second favorite thing that I've done <laughs> this season. Like it was like that. I get it? Um, I don't love the Sheffield goal. Uh, I did like that Reese James started here again in a back four with them. Um, so of course, anyone who rushed to Kurt Zuma also because um, he was. I mean, it was Chilwell and Zuma. That that was that was where the two defensive transfers last week. When we talked about it last week. Sheffield scores almost instantly, so that was really annoying. <laughs> but um, but no, they smothered. I mean, there was nothing. There was no. There was no Sheffield after that goal. It they were just completely no. smothered after that. Um, Ziyech is the man. I mean, just he really is two assists, no uh, three shots. So he, you know, you like the shot volume too, but. Six crosses create six chances. Passes were, uh, I hate the expression on point, mm. but I don't know how else to say. <laughs> they were. They were They were exactly nice ballet right. ballet reference there. Um, it's not worth what. That's where it comes from, being on point. With the toes? Yeah. Man, I just feel like it's such a common, that's such a common that's expression. That's where it comes now. from. What's well, great. I'm, well, I'm trying great. to help people out in this world. That's Excellent. My job. Ziyech is traveling with Morocco over the international break. So is Antiago Silva traveling. Mendy traveling. Pulisic is with the United States already, even though he wasn't fit for this match. So I like Chelsea's got some people out and about over the international break, and Ziyech is one of them. So, um, no, Scott. In a new new segment, I can't believe we're doing this. Uh, how viable is Tammy Abraham? So here's the here this is my rule. Okay. When you have competition at a position between multiple guys, I typically don't own either one in fantasy. What's the point? At this point, I mean, I get it, they both played here. And to an extent, you're not upset either way, probably. No, not I mean, at all. Werner eight, Abraham nine. I will say Werner seven. Just throwing it out. I'm sorry, did I say not? I, Seven, no, points, fantasy points in this match. Werner, seven, Abraham, eight. Um, They gave you points either way. Werner did miss a shot in this match, and for a moment, until Chelsea just went off and won this match, uh, there was a moment where I was going to make a a pun. Uh, Pun's not the right word, but essentially I was going to Give Timo Werner the wasteful, the wasteful player mm, of the week nice. award. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, but then obviously, you. you know, other things happened, and and Timo ended up scoring soon after that happened. In this, you know, his, right. his bad miss, he ended up scoring right away after that. So you got points either way. I don't. I would much rather go for the sure thing, and there are so many sure things at forward in this league. Harry Kane so far, Patrick Bamford, Dominic Calvert Lewin, Ollie Watkins. Those guys are going to play. There's little competition for their spots. I'm staying out of Team OV Tammy altogether. Hey, hold on. 
This Dave. This is the second time. Okay, go ahead, Dave. Scott's mentioned Ollie Watkins. Okay. In in like the top echelon. Why don't we strikers. talk about him when we talk about Villa? Fine. I'll delay. To, well, to be clear, I'll delay. To be clear, I will delay. <laughs> to be clear, I'm calling him on something. To but be, I'll okay, delay. that's fine. But to be, and I know there's a couple of bets on the line about this. <laughs> we'll talk about this next week. Well, no, but listen, I, I'm not owning Ollie Watkins though. All right, he's but he's he's earned his way on that list. I can't own Ollie because it would go against my bets, and I've got to I've got to play my. If bets. that's your reasoning, that I'm okay with that as long as that's your reasoning. I love it. <laughs> Look, which do you trust more? 11, 1, and 19 minutes, or 90, 90, 7, 76, and 90? I like 90. Because that is Tammy's minutes. I like, but, in, all right, let's, wait, wait, wait. It's wait. Werner. It's Werner, and it's not close. Move on. No, it, it is close. Two no. goals and Werner two assists. Werner only got those minutes last week because Pulisic got hurt. Right. Frank has said we need to manage Werner's minutes. He wants to play all the time, but we can't have him playing all the time. Giroud's no threat. So no. it's more a matter of sadly. It's no. more a matter of how they're going to use Werner, knowing now Werner is also the penalty taker. He is he has surpassed Jorginho as Chelsea penalty taker. No, Brian, Jorginho wasn't on the pitch. Jorginho is off penalties. This is as of the last. This is the last Champions League match. Did Werner took the penalty even with Jorginho over Jorginho, and Frank has confirmed okay, that it enough. is that it is Werner's job. In my face. Um, we are back to last season, the beginning of last season, where if Tammy starts, Tammy returns. Two goals, two assists in four starts. One return in each starting match. Here's my hashtag analysis. 7.2 is less than 9.4. And, and I just think... I, I will say it 2. does 2. seem like 2, Frank wants them both on the pitch. 2.2% of people own Tammy and 24% own Werner. And Tammy yeah. is doing all, other than, other than Timo's brace. Is doing almost as is much. Is doing is your point? pretty much as much. And look, he was highlighted this week. Football.London talked about how he is he, a bit of a Kane-like evolution to fit what Chelsea are needing him to do with the available talent. I'm not sure that I want to take a whole ton out of it because Pulisic has been hurt now two matches in a row. But Tammy's not—he's not getting completely cut out, and in fact, he's playing probably way more than I think people would expect here. Can I just say I have one Chelsea asset? His name is Ben Chilwell, mm-hmm. and that's probably going to stay that way. I just—I just don't like uncertainty. With you all can't of this. go to Ziyech. I might. Okay. I mean, but he, he's eight one. It's a it's a weird it's a weird price price spot. Bruno and Salah are not coming out at this point. Son's not coming out at this point, and I don't have the money to go from Saint Maximan or Socek if you're up not, to him. If you're not willing to get one of those rid of one of those three, then you're not getting there. Chance sure. If you own Kane as well, Sander Bergen got an assist. Unbelievable! I love that I he got it. the assist. You you love a Berg. <laughs> I like him a lot. You love a Berger. Can we go to the next match though? I like a Berger. Yeah, I just I'm so <laughs> only he was Italian. I think everyone's mad. What a surprise! I'm so <laughs> mad that they got that Blades scored. Well, right away too. I mean, I every Mendy owner was. Pissed oh, you're on talking FBL about the guy Twitter. who transferred in two Chelsea defenders this week. Yeah, uh, yeah that was awesome. That was <laughs> well, you're okay when Chelsea. I was scores. fine with okay with yeah. It, that's but that's exactly though why I'm not going to Zuma. I like to diversify my defense, and so I have Chill already, so I'm not going to Zuma. Scott. Scott, that's fine. 
do that at your own peril. But let me say I have this. Walker Peters. He's a top I'm not scoring going defender. to Vestergaard. He's a top scoring defender. For now. And look at the quality that For comes now. in on every set piece. Sure. He is up on every set piece. Sure. And look at the quality, whether it's Ziyech. Pull it. Ziyech, do you want to make a Zuma bet? Ziyech? Yeah. Ziyech? Ziyech. Brian, Ziyech. tell me how to say we it. Did a, we did it how to say on a I forgot. Months Ziyech. ago. Ziyech. Yes. Ziyech. Yeah. Pulisic. Mason Mount. Who else? Who else is on set? Bottom line is, I feel like they got a lot of quality set piece takers. Sure. And we have Zuma. Zuma. will not be the top scoring defender after game week 10. We're at eight now? Right. Done. That's easy. <laughs> oh, man. This right. is I'm, easy The bet. short term bet is short-term a great bet. one. <laughs> Write it down. Yep. Yep. Done. Got Write that, that, that down. Write that down. Done deal, nephew. Wow. All right. Zuma's next two matches are at Newcastle and home to Spurs. <sighs> Give me that. Oh no! You said by week ten, so it's just for one week. No, this is no, a, by the I said by the end of game. By the week end 10. of week game week ten. Yes. That's whatever. I'm so confident. Screw that. Got this all day, playoff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Zuma, you better score. <laughs> so exciting! <laughs> exciting for me as a neutral. All right. <laughs> Palace four leads one. A little bit here for Will Zaha. Is this, Zaha surpri- is this at surprising? The end. I feel like yeah. this is surprising. Yeah, because the I mean, there are two. There are only two things that came out of this match. Eze for Crystal Palace, like yeah. welcome to the Premier League officially oh, in this man. match. He was good. And then Patrick Bamford's arm. Those are the only two things out of this yeah. match. Bamford can't get a break here. No, don't Scott. Don't you dare. Don't you dare point where you might want to go. <laughs> As your arm can't score a goal. But it could be offside. Your armpit can score a goal. Wow! Well, it's it's yeah. There's a point in the arm where they draw the line, and and I mean, it reminded me a lot of Sadio Mane leaning back, and that leaning back was offside a few weeks ago, and that ended up getting ruled out. Uh, this is the same thing. The difference here is, of course, you know, Bamford's pointing where he wants Click to pass the ball. Click does. Bamford scores, and then it doesn't count because Bamford pointed. And that sounds crazy. I get it, but at the same time, it's it it just it's so black and white. It's so black and white. It doesn't matter what you're doing with your arm if it's out there at the wrong time. It doesn't count. It's just period. It doesn't count. And that's the world that we're in right now. It and like all these pundits are like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. And I get it because he pointed to the spot. It's not like he's trying to get an advantage with that arm, right? Yeah. But that's the world we live in. That's where the lines are a big problem. No, I'm okay with the lines. I just you got to figure out in that moment where I don't know. Maybe you go midriff. Maybe okay. maybe you go hips. Figure out a different place to draw the line. It used but, to be feet. It used to be feet. And I'm okay with the feet. <laughs> it used to be feet. I am really. I don't for the life of me remember fact, why it stopped being feet. Yeah, 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 I agree. <laughs> I'm so with you. At what point did someone go? Nah. Not feet anymore. Feet's a bad idea. Because of what you, it's just because of what you can score with. But you can't get there without your feet, Scott. I know. It's called with football. You. Can I, it's can not I, called chess ball. Can I tell it's you not though, called pit, armpit pit, ball. Patrick pit ball, Bamford yeah. thought he was being a little bit clever, probably. But it was probably his lowest moment of the season when he's interviewed after this match. Oh, boy. And he admits that he doesn't know what the rule is. Which I kind of get it, but at the same time... When you're paid a lot of money to score goals, you better damn well know what the well, offside rule is. Look, fair. I, 
don't don't go on the money. Look, he plays for Leeds, and uh, listen, and uh, listen, I, rude. I, I don't care oh, on who second. he plays for. He hold just on. needs to know the rules. Hold on. If you think I'm talking trash about Leeds, you're wrong. Don't remember, say you don't know the rules. Remember, if er, listeners of this pod know that earlier in this season, I kind of wanted to claim Leeds as like my second team. Now, I don't want to disrespect them because I know how sacrilegious that is. As I've been watching the Amazon Prime Take Us Home Leeds documentary, and I finished it, uh, season one, season two. The season one was when they they didn't make promotion, and then but it was Bielsa's first season, and then uh, second, the, you know, the, and then their second season, the COVID season, when they did make promotion. It is so good. Their fans are rabid, and that documentary is so good. I would recommend anyone if you want to have a if you have a friend that wants to know what loving football is like. Have them watch that documentary. It will absolutely captivate yes. you. And even as a as an Arsenal fan, I'm watching. I'm like, man, that is awesome. Like, I loved what I saw from that. And uh, a couple times, teared up with stuff. But man, I tell you, what what it what you get to see with with the players. And the only reason why I bring that up, I wasn't trying to slam Bamford in his pay, but I also know that I, I don't know what his wage bill is. But it's nothing like anyone in Arsenal, on Liverpool, City. Don't Spurs. say you don't know the rule. Just don't say you don't know the rules. Fair enough. I'll go with you there. That's as as fair. As as very fair. One thing that I loved was that the leads. Remember, remember Spygate when they were still in the championship. When it. it oh I don't yeah. Know if any remember? It. Oh yeah. Biel, Bielsa, you know, came out and and he had a presser that, that. Yeah. He was like, "This is everything we do to scout a club." Yeah. It was kind of ridiculous. In, words, yeah. in a good way. It was ridiculous in a good way. I love that you remember that, and it was on Derby County. Derby County. Uh, who Frank Lampard was managing at the time. And guess who I didn't know? Mason Mount played for Frank at Derby. I did not know that. I did not know that. I also love this. Daniel James was all but a transfer through two leads from Swansea at that time. Daniel James, who was on Manchester United, he literally was in their place, and they could not get anyone from Swansea to complete the deal. He had signed all the paperwork at Leeds Place. It's on video. And they could not get the Swansea board to sign off on it in the last hour, and the deal fell through, and Leeds management was crushed. Daniel James literally, they had a kit for him already. He had signed every paperwork but the last one, and he ends up going home. It's something that we don't see about transfers that happens all the time, where Swansea board gave them the permission for the medical, gave them permission to do everything else and sign him, and the last second, whatever Swansea had going on upstairs, someone called the plug on it. So it's just crazy Crazy wow. how that stuff, and then of course, guess who Leeds plays next week? They Patrick play, Bamford. They play Swansea oh, next week, of right? Course, yeah. so then James is playing them, but yeah, it's so great. I'm telling you, that series is so good. I'm just saying, don't slam Bamford. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, take I'm gonna it. slam him for saying he doesn't know the rules. Fair enough. Slam right. Bam. Zaha finally assists the fourth goal. Yeah, so it gives you something for those who've jumped on the Zaha train. But as is a story here, he's a talent. And uh, I hope he keeps getting better. And Another better. one of those championship players who's coming up to the Premier League. I love, I love Eze's story. Eze has a fantastic story. Brian, someone did love a docu him. on him. Was it Men and Blazers that did it? Someone recently, I don't remember who, did a, uh, a just a documentary of like he literally is a homegrown guy uh, who can, you know where he started, Mister David. Is it at I'm, Arsenal? I'm drinking out of your the glass where he came awesome. from. Yes, of course, yes. great. Started, in, started in the players. Arsenal Academy, who let him go after five years, and then he just bounced. Same thing with Luke Ayling at, at Leeds. Same thing. Hmm. I mean, look, 
Who? When you have such a talented academy, you can't keep everybody. I mean, come on, come on. What are you, what are you supposed to do? Who, who from That's the true. academy is playing regular minutes for Arsenal right now? Uh, Saka. Okay. Uh, he Ket- did not look so good this past week. Uh, oh in, man, in, in Ketia. Okay, he he actually looked decent off the bench. Uh, Joe Willock. I mean, if Where's we're talking midweek matches, because all these guys are also starting. <laughs> yeah. I'm not watching the Europa League good, okay, Dave, well, so I'm not enough. seeing any Joe well, Willock. Well, that actually might be the Arsenal team you need to be watching because their <laughs> results have been better. That you No, know, no, no. Say that differently. That needs to be the Arsenal team that Arteta's playing I, in the Premier League. I deeply regret saying the word Arsenal in the middle <laughs> of the <laughs> Crystal Palace Leeds All right, finish recap. your thoughts on the on Crystal Palace. Palace no, just continues a, to exceed expectations. No, Crystal and, Palace is extremely lucky here. It's, Are they it's, lucky though? It's one nil. Bamford gets the goal ruled out that makes it one one. Yeah, and then they score. Palace scores immediately afterwards to yeah. make it. It probably it felt like it's headed to three three, and instead it ends Palace four leads one. Bamford does score after that, and, and the and the the Costa own goal here. Patrick Van Onhold. I mean, that's a ridiculous. Meslier did not look great in this. Uh, in this. Match. No, and that's just a bad. Uh, it's just that's extreme bad luck. Uh, Click. Want to just say, uh, third assist of the season for Click. I know you hate this idea, Scott, but uh, Click is uh, fifth in the Premier League in chances created. He's fourteen well, key passes for the season. He created the Bamford yeah. arm. Non-goal. Yeah. Ryan, right now I could take a minus four and go click to Jorginho because click actually plays Jorginho. You mean Jorginho to, to the click. Bench. Yeah, just click, to be clear. Click is – Click Same. is a yes, – My bourbon-induced transfer right there. I'm with you. I, I just – I don't see how you see him as a uh, – he's in the he's in the range. Click, of, click of is viable, almost viable. viable sub $6, six there pound you go. Fair players enough. for sure. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I thought – Look, Zaha gets a return, but yeah, yeah, you don't like an assist at the end, but he looks it great. Was something he continues to be extremely good and get yeah, getting returns all season he, long. He is a great own at seven three. Zaha should be in every team. He should. In he every won't be. In, team. He won't be in mine. Well, that's stupid. Well, it's not stupid. It, he isn't. Fit. He's seven three. I can't find get a way there. to fit him in. All your TAA money, put it in Zaha. I can Tell only, me your other two midfielders. If I want to go from TAA to Cancelo, I don't have the money to go to Zaha in my midfield. Cancelo can't be but like 5'1 or 5'2. And Bam, I think he's 5'3. And Bamford is the forward of choice for me to replace Brewster, which is a pound and a half up. Yeah. That's true. That well, Bruce, Brewster money enables so much, but when you decide to leave Brewster, it costs you something. Uh. Crystal Palace, you like that they? I mean, Burnley. That you know, it's probably a tighter match now that Ben Mee is. And mad. I don't want to root for Wilf Zaha in real life because he's in my fantasy squad. I'm sorry, I just don't. I'm I'm done with the emotional roller coaster that is Wilfried Zaha. Scott's principles will not be. It's moved why I don't here. own Jack Grealish. Wow, oh, I, sorry. I cannot wait wait to own the Grealish at Burnley, Newcastle, and then at West Brom in in Crystal Palace's three matches after the break. But it cools off after that until kind of mid January because after that they go Spurs at West Ham, Liverpool. So the, in the next six, you like you like the next three, and then from that point on, you just I think you you probably have to downgrade. Zaha uh, is, is has a Vardy level where he's always a threat. To pick up a penalty and do something. 
And True. honestly, when Palace has played tougher competition, they stepped up to it. You I'm, not, I'm not selling Zaha. Are you worried about Arsenal playing uh, Leeds out of the break? Yeah. yeah. Yep. You're a Bamford owner. Yep. That B- Bamford playing home to Arsenal doesn't bother you. I will still play him. Okay. But if Arsenal holds a clean sheet, it won't surprise me. Um, the only Against two Leeds? teams... The only two teams that have lit up Arsenal this season have been Liverpool and Villa. And and Villa I, owns the week before an international break. And Villa break. owns the – yeah, I don't, I don't even know if it was Arsenal's fault. They just happened to be the team <laughs> playing Villa before an international was it break. 10 goals before international breaks for Villa this yeah, season? Yeah, Villa's 10, <laughs> 10 goals for, two against, on weeks before international breaks. <laughs> This uh, plus eight differential. Geez. This is pointing out the obvious, but Tyrick Mitchell uh, has now gone to a useless fantasy asset. Uh, his price has dropped. So anyone, got... anyone who started at four zero with him, I'm disappointed now to see myself that I lost the tenth that was gained on him. He is now down to four point one. Right. Uh, but Patrick Van Onholt looking yeah. sharp, first of all, yes, and uh, second of all, as long as Tyrick Mitchell, as long as PBA is fit. Uh, Tyrek Mitchell is Martin Kelly. Uh, you, <laughs> the move to Kilman is the most obvious thing you could but, possibly but do. Honestly, for my squad, unless unless things start looking great from one through fourteen, Tyrek Mitchell is just number fifteen for yeah, me. He's just going to be buried there until at the my bottom. second half sure. wild card. Right. West Ham one, Fulham nil. Fabianski and Socek make the dream team. This was a great week to have held on to Socek. I mean, your boy. I love him. Your but boy, he's not in your lineup. He I re- finally uh, scored. No, he's in my lineup, I'll keep though. writing about him. Did and you singing, start him? I did. Him. I did, and I no got his nine. No wonder you got a 92. Can we brag on your 92 right now? I would love now? it if you would, Dave. Did you not? Listen, scoring between a 90 and a 100 without using a chip is so difficult to do. Scott, the fact that you scored a 92 is is dunking on the rest of of the podcast league. Well done to you. Uh, I'm sure I haven't looked at our mini our mini league. I've looked at our mini mini league. I am 16th in the FPL podcast dude, FPL America podcast. You are uh, tied for 15th. Fantastic, fantastic week. You you had a two from uh, Trent Alexander Arnold. That was your lowest score, and a three from Sun. But your Kane, Calvert Lewin, Socek, Fernandez, Salah, Chilwell, Lamptey. Walker Peters and Martinez completely dominated this yep. match. Well done to you. That Thank is you. so freaking difficult to do. So checks nine. I mean, did you bring him in this week or have you had him? I've had him. I've held on to him, and I just decided with the Fulham matchup, put him in, put him in there, and yeah, see what happens. Why wouldn't you do that? It's a great, if you great call. I think and it's he a really ends good up scoring move. late, but but let's just let's just go right to the Fulham side of things. There will never, ever, ever. No, can I talk about Socek? Yeah, we'll come back to him. Okay, thank look. you. We'll come back to yeah, him. Yeah, we'll come back to him. Okay. But, but we can't not talk now about the fact that there will never be a more wasteful player of the week, that there will never be a better recipient of the Christian Benteke Wasteful Player of the Week award than Adam Ola Lookman. It might, it has a chance, depending on what happens with them. Uh, it has a chance. What is it going to go to the? Look no, the look I don't think player? so. No, I don't think so because it, he's he not. It's not going to be that comprehensively so wasteful. I'm just saying, like, what the effect that it has on a club in their current standing, it, the way they are on the table right now, it's it's one of the most disastrous points lost 
for a club that we can probably remember in a long time. Which is why Scott Parker was noticeably angry post-match at Lookman. Yeah, I guess. I can't imagine why you wouldn't be. Fulham have to play Everton, Leicester, Manchester City, and Liverpool after this. You just lost a point in a match that was... I mean, probably you do a little bit better here. You, you, it's a winnable match for them. And you come away with all of zero. And not only Brutal. that, Lookman mishits a Panenka penalty. I mean, Fabianski starts going to his left and then has time to recover and just catch the ball. Yeah. With two hands. Not if you're going to Panenka, at least go down the middle. <laughs> Don't go left middle or right middle. Go down it's the middle. It's unreal how bad this, this This might be. I mean, Dave, you often joke about how, like, I could have scored this goal. I could have gotten a clean sheet against this team. That's true. You could have saved this penalty or done a better penalty kick. I could have saved that penalty. Brian, second, because I don't think it beats this. You remember uh, Zaza? Who who did Zaza play for? I think it was West Ham. Z-A-Z-A. Was it West Ham? That that Zaza took took literally the worst penalty of my lifetime that I've ever seen. This was second to that, but it was it's up there. Uh, well, and it's it's in stoppage time, and it keeps Fulham it's from getting brutal. that what point. What he meant Brian's in mentioned. this game was is yeah. Was, well, but Sochek is the story. Here. Not the worst thing about it is that it's it's not only it cost him a valuable point, but he took the penalty over Mitrovic, which then cost me a Mitrovic <laughs> goal. And then, presumably, that is so Scott Parker, For first of all, Lookman says, I vow to put the next one in. And Scott Parker didn't necessarily back down from that. Just kind of says, I, like, I trust him to bounce back from this. The young man's got to learn, that, et cetera, the kinds of things you say to a young player. I mean, he needs Lookman. Lookman is their oh my best gosh, player no, by far. Absolutely. That's the part of it that it's like, this isn't a Benteke level. This isn't like all-time. All it's it only, just looks it's, it's a bad result for them given where they are in the table, but Lookman is the thing for them. They need Lookman more than anyone. So, yeah. no, it's extremely disappointing all around. So let me say again, though, on the West Ham side of things, Thomas Socek deserves a mention. Look, I wrote about this weeks ago in FPL America. And I'm article. listening, Brian. I'm, I'm listening to I am to you. saying Thomas Socek you know, gets two shots here. Of course, the one on target scores the goal. But he has 18 shots this season. That is sixth best for midfielders. Sixth best. He is tied for shots with Sun, Ross Barkley, and Wilf Zaha. Sun has 18 shots this season. Socek has 18 shots this season. Brian. He is 10th for midfielders in FPL's threat rating. Brian, which Socek's price has gone down. I know. As everyone in the entire world knows, the FPL threat rating is the exa- <laughs> is the player's threat on goal, as is built right there into the word. It gauges the players who are likely most likely to score based on where they are on the pitch and the best openings, the best chances that you the players have to register a goal. He is tenth. There is not a player less than five pounds anywhere near the top twelve in any attacking category except him. It is Socek, and then you can get to, like, the $6 guys. Like, Ruben Neves has taken 16 shots. He's 5'3". Okay. Lookman and Eve Basuma are both 5 or 4. Basuma's 4.5. Basuma's there? He's, he's got 14 shots this season. Wow. That's the reason why Basuma is an extremely popular. When Basuma's popular... not 
It's he's useful. Inflicting red cards on people, he actually looks pretty good. Right. He is a useful that is a player that is not a terrible like that is a fifth mid if you're not playing your fifth midfielder, Basuma is But crazy. if you're interested in playing your fifth midfielder, Sochek is the exactly. guy. Exactly. Right. And so <laughs> it's not that much. It's point four. He's still less than five pounds to get to Sochek. I really sure. like I know. I'm I, waiting like, for his price to go up a little bit. Uh, back up to five at That's least. That's the weirdest thing. It hasn't really moved the needle a ton on him, even after scoring this goal and as good as he has been attacking wise. No, he'll, I, score, I, he'll score a couple more well, times and people will pay attention. It's probably not worth the minus four for me, but I'll consider this for next week, Jorginho to uh, Socek. You make some money there, or at least a couple tenths. Two tenths. Uh, West Ham, do you guys, like, this is a lucky, this, this should be, this is 1 1. So this is a ridiculous yeah. result for them to, to end here. Yeah. The West Ham defense, though, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know that the, the like there was so much here coming into the match between Jared Bowen and Pablo Fornals. Yeah, do you, you, you want to invest in the attack? I'm no. not. Jared Bowen was extremely unlucky here also. Like Bowen's, Bowen had four shots. The volley that he hit on a luckier day, it probably goes in. Uh, as lucky as West Ham was to get all three points here, it moves them up to 12th. Right. You might be get fifteenth in a couple of weeks. There's big optimism on Mikel Antonio coming back after the break. Bigger issue might be that uh, Angelo Ogbonna had a groin injury here. Uh, how serious that is. Issa Diop came in. Hey, don't forget that West Ham signed Craig Dawson before the transfer window I didn't closed. Know this. Yes, Craig Dawson, Watford's goal-scoring guru. That's a thing, right? <laughs> the only yeah. the only Watford player who can no. head in goals. <laughs> no, it's not a thing. Is a is a hammer. And so, look, I get it. Diop came in here as an Ogbonna replacement. Uh, Balbuena has been overachieving up to this point. I I would love to see. I would Dawson love to time. see. I would love to see Craig Dawson in there. But look, at Sheffield Villa, Manchester United, at Leeds, and Crystal Palace for West Ham upcoming. It's not. It's not terrible. It's not horrible. So it's the reason why everyone has been like Aaron Cresswell's up to five one. Uh, Tufal is is an option. Arthur Masuaku is an option. I think. I just I'm wondering, do you guys care at all about West Ham defensive assets? No. Here, I probably should care a little bit more. You present a very good case. I'm gonna say no at the moment, but honestly, I will keep my eye on it. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. We have made. All-star listener Ryan, wait long enough. Wow, is it time? Arsenal nil, Aston Villa three. What an <laughs> whipping. Matt Target and Ollie Watkins make the dream team. I will say, watching this, I was worried for Arsenal immediately because John McGinn scored a great goal that ended up getting overturned by VAR, and I yep. think rightfully so. It was. That was right. Rightfully so. That was right. But it was only a foreshadowing of what was actually to come. Well said, Scott. Um, Dave, lead into your Arsenal moment, sir. As Arsenal goes, usually my, the rest of my weekend goes, as it tends to. Uh, Scott, you, you understand this. When Liverpool got thrashed by Villa, you know, I, I the avoided international my, break. I avoided my kids for hours for their benefit so, and mine. Like, I just kind of slowly <laughs> watched this, uh, the Villa team play, playing inspired attacking football. Dave. Right? Villa I mean, was running circles around Arsenal. They wanted man, this. More. They 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 played with with so much more passion and yes, desire. It was obvious. Um, and it started with Jack Grealish. And, and did Jack, you hear me say that? 
Yeah. I actually said that. You, hey, as you first should of all, have it. we gone back in time? Was Unai Emery managing? Was it? Did we go back in time to the Unai Emery era kind of, of Arsenal? Kind of seemed, there was and only, two, I can't believe yeah. you're just saying positive things about Jack Reed. Well, he, so, he ran circles around Arsenal. There was only one Arsenal player who looked like he gave and for whatever reason, Mikel Arteta subbed him out after 60 well, minutes. Well, he had a little, a little hamstring pull. Well, and, Alexander and, Lacazette's the only guy who's oh, running no, no, around no, no. for I, you. I was talking about Partey. Partey, that oh, he, Partey yeah. gets hurt here, sure. But Lacazette was the only guy who looked like he was keeping yeah, up with Villa. It just, it, uh, Lacazette, man, he, early on, Scott, we were talking about him, What even in limited minutes or when he started, he was scoring. It just seems to – Arsenal's not getting any attacking through the middle. And that has been one of the biggest problems. They've committed to three at the back with wing backs. So all their attacks are coming up the side. There is zero penetration in the middle of the pitch. So and they're not heading in crosses. So they, they have to figure out something. Remember and, and, remember that one game that Danny Ceballos was really good? Yeah. Well, so <laughs> no, not Danny Ceballos. Well, hold Willian. Hold well, I was going to say Willian. Well, Willian, Willian they've thrown good. Willian out on the wing, and Willian and the comparison well, between what the. Look, Jack, you got to watch what a midfielder that matters Can does do. for a team. Yeah. yeah. No, understood. Completely understood. Villa played inspired ball. And, and I don't know. Uh, there's a couple things. It, was it the fact that they were playing for Emiliano Martinez, who they knew was playing, oh, yeah. playing <laughs> against his game. ex-team? Revenge game. Um, was it that? Was it just the fact that you don't want to play Villa before international break? Uh, was it the fact that, that Arsenal's first team, and, and like I said earlier in the pod, they did not play midweek. A few of the players did, but that team sat, and a whole separate 11 played in that cup match. You know what Arsenal are in cup matches this year in Europa and Carabao Cup? They're 5-0. and Carabao Cup, they beat Leicester, and then they beat Liverpool in the Carabao Cup. Not easy, exactly, fourth and fifth round Carabao no, Cup games. No, not really. And then in Europa, they're 3-0, and and I don't care who, who they played in Europa. So it's like... That cup team midweek, Arsenal's winning, and then they're coming to the weekend, and it's like, okay, which Arsenal team's showing up? Anyways, no, it, it was disappointing. There's two teams that have beat the pants off Arsenal off the field this, this year. It was Liverpool uh, regular season when they lost 3-1, and then this match. So they haven't been horrible, but they haven't been great. And honestly, Arteta has yet to be there for a full year. So... You know, I think it could be worse. I mean, I asked Scott earlier before the pod, I said, Scott, where was Klopp in Liverpool less than one year as Klopp was there? And and it was like, well, okay, they weren't in a good spot yet. So I'm, you know, hey, let's give this some time. The first thing you want to do was stop the goals from flowing in. Obviously, that didn't seem to work this week. Villa seemed to have it figured out and or they just didn't give a crap. And they just kept pushing and pushing and pushing. And they, they really just kind of out-desired Arsenal in this match. But, Scott. You have a letter for your club, don't you? I do. All right. That's what I was getting to. And then this, a game. This is uh, this is a, the return of something we've been missing, Dave. It's It's been a while. The return of your open letters to your own hometown, <laughs> not hometown club, but your, your, your club of choice. My hometown club, sure. Yeah. Dear Arsenal, mm. it's been a long time since I've written. I hope you've been safe and well in this horrible <laughs> pandemic that has been shaking the world with a 98.4% recovery rate. I hear... Don't go there. Oh, don't go there. That's fact, actually. I, I hear... Don't go there. I hear there are no supporters at the games, and that is horribly unfortunate. 
I'd been anxious for their new season as the finish to the restart was mixed. But as I watched you win the FA Cup, my hopes were raised for this season. And yet after you won the Community Shield, hopes were raised even higher. But as we are now eight games in, what am I to make from the results? Four, zero, and four? Were the losses bad? The wins good? How are the performances? Is there improvement? I think all of these questions are important, and while we don't need answers now, we will need them soon. Keep your head up, positive thoughts, and C-Y-O-G. You know, one thing Arteta has brought from City to Arsenal is Pep's desire to avoid draws. Wow, well, that's that so weird. I, I Honestly, I didn't realize it till today. I looked at the record, I'm like, like, can we get a draw? Can we get one <laughs> point somewhere? Like, is it completely all or nothing? And look, and, and honestly, this is what I was looking at. Their losses aren't bad, but you, you got to figure out to get draws in two of these. They lose a City, Leicester, Liverpool, and Villa. Okay? Sure. So those losses aren't bad. Liverpool draws City 1-1 at City. Arsenal doesn't. That's the difference. In a nutshell, that's, that's the difference a, that's between those two team. clubs. A yep. good team draws away. Yep. And so Arsenal's not there yet. You're not but, looking at Aston Villa early on in the schedule and thinking, boy, I hope we don't lose 3-0. Well, so that that one just throw that out one, the window. That one hurts. It's the Emiliano Martinez game. Break. Did you and back. it's the international break. It's Villa before. I don't know. There's some freaking... Who's next? Scott, who's next on the schedule for Villa before the next international break? Well, Let's pray for them. I don't think there's another one to like. Incoming the Jack spring. Grealish triple captain Did you? on the Villa <laughs> game well, before the next international break. So I will break. say we have uh, we have game weeks 9 through 12, you okay. know, the typical four-week you know segment of sure. the season, and then we get into the midweek game weeks for the Premier League okay. with game week 13. So there's no international break coming up. We go from this next – Four week segment right into the, the festive, holiday season. Yeah, busy, where we enter into the busy wow. festive okay. season. So it's it's gonna get it's gonna get crazy. And the good thing for that is that Premier League teams from top to bottom of the table will be playing matches in the midweek, which means it'll start to level out a little bit with okay. these clubs right now who are playing champions and Europa League matches. Gotcha. Okay. Hey, I wait, did he, did he read his letter? Did you read your letter? <laughs> you zoned oh, wow. out. I love how he's like, I hear there's no fans at matches. Like, you can't see this on your TV, no, David Smith. I'm just, I'm, I'm you know, I'm hearing You're just about listening. It's pen, okay. We're pen pals. Okay, I see. Oh, yeah. Just, like, you're, you're tuning in via radio yes, to the play-by-play right. for these that's matches. Right. Hey, I told you I'd, I'd bring up Mesut Ozil again. Yes. Yay. I don't know why. Did, did you hear about his speeding ticket uh, recently? No, I did not. His excuse for getting pulled over going like 97 or something uh, was that he thought his own speedometer in his car was in kilometers, not in miles per hour. That's awesome. So he was driving in the United States? No, he was driving in England. Oh. It was just it was switched over he just, somehow. He just doesn't No, he just doesn't understand his own vehicle that he's been driving for who knows how Look, long. It's possible. He's an idiot. It's possible he could have had he's a buddy. An idiot. Hold on. Honestly, that kind of would be a funny trick to Play on a buddy to like switch that over, and you get in your whip in your, your like whip. changing the language That's, on I'm, someone's I'm being phone. I'm so hip right there, getting in my whip and just driving real fast. Right, sure. So, hey, Dave, you want Dave? Do you want to play a game? Let's play your Arsenal in game. a segment we like to call Arsenal Game for Dave. Okay. 
David, Arsenal attempted 14 shots against Aston Villa. That's good for them. That surprisingly that's is That's a good. lot for them. Sure. 14 players played for Arsenal this week, which means that Arsenal used all three of their substitutes against Aston Villa. Three players for Arsenal did not attempt a single shot against Aston Villa. <laughs> oh, I can, can you name them? Oh, man. Is it a Bamiyang, Lacazette, and William? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so dismal. <laughs> Those three. You, you I mean, Le- Leno. Leno is one. the game <laughs> by, by Le- guessing Le- close. Is Le- Leno is one. Yeah, oh so you, you got a gimme on your goalkeeper right, who did not attempt a shot. All right, we, so we got Leno, Leno, Lino. I doubt yeah. a Bamiyang did. Let me think back here. That was the rewind there, Scott. Smart, um, smart to rewind. I I would guess Aubameyang, he seems the obvious choice, so he's probably on that list. Lacazette probably squeaked the shot off. And then Willian. So I would go Aubameyang, Willian. You're correct on Lino and Aubameyang. The other one was Gabriel. Did, did not have did a shot. Did not attempt a shot. Every okay. other player attempted a shot. That's, in the match. That's pretty good. Yeah, but not Obama Yang. <laughs> that's weird. I mean, I'm so glad I transferred Listen, him out. Listen, Obama Yang, can I give you a short rundown of Obama Yang's stats? Because I think this yes. is shocking. Yes. He has touched the ball in the opponent box 25 times this season. That is 13th best for midfielders. Wow. He's not even in the top 10 in midfielders for touches in the opposition box this season. Bukayo Saka has touched the ball 26 times in the box, and he's played two matches less than Aubameyang. Is it real that Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang has attempted just 10 shots this season? Yes, it is real. Is it real that he has one big chance this season? One? That's true. I, like, is he by far the biggest disappointment? This is like yes. N- this is like follow-up years Alexis Sanchez level disappointing Ooh. from last season. I, like, what in the world is not happening for him that it looked like it was going to happen week one when they smashed Fulham? It's really interesting. It's a great question. And my guess is they're probably trying to figure that out. Because I think if you look at other metrics, they're performing well, but yet he's not getting chances. And you, you could say, well, well, maybe, you know, why is it that, that he's not getting chances? Have they, have they changed things? And, and I, th- I think the answer is no. But I don't – Would it change – I mean, I feel like it wouldn't be any different if he was playing – centrally no. forward. It nope. seems like it's just the way they're playing right now. It's just not happening for him. I don't know if it's if it's the way teams are playing them. I don't think that's the case because that never would have mattered before. But it's not like he's unhappy with the club. It's not like he signed a new deal. I was going to say, he got his there's, big contract. That's what you're going to say. No, there, I, no. There's no there's no locker room discord. Right. I, I think it's just one of those things where, I don't know, Scott, you want to say something? Tell me what I it do. is, Scott. College basketball is about to start in this country. Oh, man, okay. And when you've got a, a, a star player on your this team. This isn't a college basketball this podcast. This is not a college basketball podcast, but you're going to love what I'm about to say. Okay. When you have a star player 
and you're struggling in the midst of a game, you know, you've had multiple possessions in a row where you haven't gotten any ba- uh, baskets, you start to fall behind. Coach calls a timeout. Coming out of the timeout, what's the first thing a team typically does on their next possession after that timeout? They go back to them. They feed their star player and they get them going. Yeah. Arsenal needs us to start doing that. Just, just give him kick the ball just, to Aubameyang and let him shoot at the goal. Yeah. Just do it five times in the next so, match, so and good things will happen. What I would say to that is that yeah, I think you're probably right, but Brian, honestly, I think there is a issue with with quality passes into the box. That's not happening, and or they're getting blocked or defended out. Because one thing that Obama Yang is is a is a he might be the best in the league at poaching, and and what I mean so often you're you're always like he took two shots and scored twice. How is that? Like right. every week is like how, he took one shot and scored. How is that? And it's like, well, he's so good at poaching. He's so getting good at getting in scoring positions. The ball getting serviced in there. Maybe that's the issue. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know uh, what other than uh, you know maybe maybe uh, someone else who has proper you know outlook into footballing would be able to give a better answer. But I think for right now that's about as good as we're gonna get. I definitely don't own him in fantasy right now. Not until they get things. He's thirteen percent. He's still over ten percent. That is shocking. By the me. way, I do think and I dropping. do think that Arsenal, might be a better indicator of dead teams than Soyuncu. It might be. Um, I I do think that Arsenal will get it going. I'm not concerned with the results. Again, their losses have been to decent teams, but you got to at least come out with two draws in those and who knows, maybe that makes a decent decent issue in the table. But one thing that Arteta wanted to do, he wanted to slow down the goals. Obviously, that we can mock that because they had three led in this week. But other than Liverpool and, and Villa, the other six games were all one goal or zero goals. Right. Right. We talked, I mean, everyone's talked about the number of, of shots they're taking. They're just not, they're just not producing much. I think it'll be okay. <clears throat> right. Uh, at Leeds, home Wolves at Spurs in the next three. It's not it's, it's not, not great. good. It's not I, I, great. Right. That's no. exactly it. It's not it's not I, like basically I guess until they finish with the North London Derby. Right. Is there a reason to own any of them? No. 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 Any single person, Bellerin included, no. it just doesn't I mean, seem we, like there's I anyone. Like, we I did flirted. talk Bellerin up last week. I yeah. wrote about Saka. I think that Saka, like just the stat that I gave, the fact that Saka is. is Didn't he look it, particularly terrible? Well, though? that's what, exactly it. He keeps getting starts. And so that was my. The issue was he was a, he was a little bit even more shooting prolific than Aubameyang was up to this point. And you, know, you get an own goal from him in this match. So. Anyone who uh, anyone who might have thought about him, I wasn't the only one. I mean, it was out there elsewhere. I, sure. mean, I definitely saw him as a differential in other spots, but um, and I still don't hate it. I just think it's just there's almost nothing to like about this. And if you're gonna get shelled by by Aston Villa, like Leeds isn't scared of you. Wolves certainly aren't scared of you. And Spurs, I mean that that. I mean, what other rivalry is there than you know that's like Arsenal and Spurs? Sure. It just seems like. The next three have a lot of. It just seems like there's the potential for a lot of disappointment there. So we'll find out who they are after the next three. And Villa is the exact opposite, just humming along. Ollie Watkins, awesome. And then look at that Villa schedule. A lot of a lot of yay. The worst you might get is a meh plus. I think. <laughs> I agree. Like, you, a lot of give me a lo- three Villa players. Hammers iffy. Yeah, Brighton, yay. Hammers, iffy. Newcastle, yay. Wolves, we already talked about Wolves. 
Burnley, he's probably getting a little closer to iffy. West Brom, awesome. Crystal Palace, meh plus is about <laughs> how I rate that. A, a nice, solid uh, TAA heather for, gray. TAA for Matt Target might happen tomorrow in my squad. Well, two, I already own him, so. Look, two bonus points. How happy are you about that? Listen. You love it. Target and Chilwell were like my best players this week. Thank you. That's good. And, and Ollie Watkins saved my week. Scott, let's get to Ollie Watkins. I supported Ollie Watkins earlier in the season. You said after the last international break, Ollie Watkins, this is his finest moment. Yeah. I'm well, not saying still true. I'm not saying you this only moment, scored two here. Only but, two goals. But Scott, Scott <laughs> guess who else is very oh, good? Couldn't even get a hat trick. What a bum. Yeah, seriously. Scott, uh, this player Against seems Arsenal? to be very good before international breaks. <laughs> it will be a, it, it will be a while till he has another one. Yeah, it won't be till February till he has another yeah. one. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, uh, where are we on that? It was Ollie Watkins versus who? Nine and a half on the season uh, was what you had the over on nine and a half for the season. Oh, Let's, it wasn't player versus player. We it did was, that too. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Which player was? I don't even remember. It was Brewster. Yes! Oh, yeah. my goodness. Oh, Brewster. Yeah. Is he even still playing but starting anymore? with Game Week 5. <laughs> Did they sell that kid already? Starting for Game Week 5. That kid's uh, still learning his ABCs. These two goals really started this bet going forward. Okay. But, but yeah, you have every reason to feel happy about it. So that. what? Watkins got three goals to Brewster's zero, correct? I don't, I don't know. Starting with Game sure Week 5. I'm pretty sure that's where we said. Brian, help me. Ollie Watkins might get to nine goals by the end of this run. Oh, yeah. That's what we said about Timu Puki last year. Uh, Come on, Ollie. Yeah, right. Yeah, That's different. Though. Right, what was that uh, old saying? Ollie, Ollie, Oskins free. The, the, what, what, you know what Villa does not have? What? A, a team that's struggling at the bottom of the table with 40 injuries to have to deal with <laughs> every single did. week. Yeah. yeah, this is, I will admit, man. Ollie Watkins is a little bit better than Team <laughs> Man, look. That kid looks proper, dude. I does. Look, he I does. I brought him in ahead of this match, hoping, like, again, like, I cannot... I cannot say more about how happy I am that Jack Grealish got him jump-started last week. Giving him that penalty, getting the confidence up, he gets to like just slash through Arsenal's defense, and now they get Brighton at home. Not like home and away matters all that much now, but Brighton, I mean, West Ham, you know, you don't know what you're going to get with West Ham, but man, and then Newcastle, I just, even in the next three, you just think, this is just setting up really nice. Hopefully, Villa can maintain uh, a high level here, but it looks good. Brighton nil, Burnley nil. We end our pod with the match that started the weekend. It, yeah, it's and an I'm, easy one to I'm forget. I'm done with it. Are we done? Are good. Sean Dyche is not a- here. Everyone to loves a. I mean. I, you, don't to, you don't want to at least give a. a you know, Here we go. I was going to say, you don't want to at least talk love. about Lamptey? You own Lamptey, yes or I, no? I don't own Lamptey. Scott, you do? Yes. And you played him this week? Of course. Right. Of course you did. I just think, you know, like, I, what what are you, what don't you like here, Dave? Why don't you want to like He's him? He's fine. It's just a He's trash bird. He's frightened. so good. I, no, no. Look. He's so I, good. Okay. I really like Tariq Lamptey. He is a stud of a player. He's everywhere. I would love to have him on my team, which is the Arsenal. Oh, I'll say, I would he take could Lamptey. be in your fantasy team right now. I would take him all day, every day. I, I'm just saying that he plays for Brighton. I mean, sure. I mean, what are we supposed to do? I he, mean, Sean Dyche is not here to entertain us. That's clear from this match. But Grand no, Potter is. Not. Grand yes. Potter is. Yeah. And and Brighton did everything but score the winning goal here. 
Uh, Joel Veltman makes the dream team. Look, I mean, Lamptey could have had the as winning much goal love in as like you guys the seven. <laughs> as much minute. love as you guys want to give Lamptey, he's outside the top 20 in fantasy. To no, score. he's not scoring a ton. It's so, because Brighton so, sucks, and you're hoping okay, that he, so, you're, you're defensively, you're not counting on anything from them. And Burnley, Burnley can't do anything. And, Bright, and if Brighton is going to get something, I mean, it's pretty obvious how, how involved Lamptey is. Yes, I would rather have Matt Target on. Villa at a four five than Lamptey at a four seven. I'm probably. I would rather have, have Kilman than Lamptey. Eh, maybe not. That's not true. I'd rather have Lamptey over Kilman. What about Kyle Walker Peters? Would you ever rather have Kyle Walker Peters or oh, Lamptey? I, I just. I have I, both. I just like. I mean, I like that you have. You just named four people who could be the anchors to your defense. That's with, fair. With say a Ben That's Chilwell. A really good point. At the beginning and make of this, a, and, yes, and, and make a defense that is yes. that is all the like most expensive guy you have is, is Lamptey. That's yeah. exactly. So so at the start of the season, I thought I was going to have TAA and four four five defenders. And what it's turning into is Chilwell and four four five defenders, yeah, and fair. I'm and I'm switching from TAA to Target to make that possible. I mean, if you're getting the same likelihood of a clean sheet from Chelsea that you are from Liverpool, and you're getting as much or more attack, Attacking. I mean, Ben Chilwell yeah. in the box is just awesome, and yeah, they've kind of flipped it where they. Not to go back to Chelsea here, but look where Chilwell's positioning ended up, where he's at the back post so much. They're feeding. Ziyech and Reese James were almost equal in terms of service into the box, crossing into the box, and setting up shots, where Chilwell is the one making the runs in at the back post. I mean, I, there's just so much to love about the way that setup is, like especially as, because it benefits Chilwell right. in attack. Right. And then he's better defensively than Marcus Alonso. I agree. It's he's just been so amazing. good. But, I, like, yeah, to go back to Tariq Lamptey, like, there, I just – he's such a – He's such a low risk own, mm-hmm. no matter what. Mm-hmm. Under five. And by the way, unless that triangle on his name is red, if it's yellow or orange, don't worry about it. Just no. play him. He's gonna um, play. I am glad that we Neil Mo, uh, Mope's back here. At least we know that it, he missed Spurs because he had a fight with a teammate. Mm. It wasn't. It wasn't just a tactical switch. It was he because did. he's a he's a loon. Uh, Leandro, Tro- <laughs> Leandro Trossard misses out entirely because of an injury. Hey, Danny Welbeck is the most dangerous gull here. I mean, uh, he easily, uh, if not which for... Which is an, why it ended nil-nil, right, Ryan. If not, well, if not for a great save from Nick Pope, it's Danny Welbeck with the game winner. Here. Yeah, but so I mean, Theo Wel- no. Walcott and Danny Welbeck have the same no, memories in Dave's Yeah, Smith's I'm head. definitely not <laughs> advocating there, but uh, no. Yeah. Burnley's worst look per the BBC Burnley's worst start to a season. Yeah. Uh the last time they failed to win their opening 7 games, which was in 2014, you know what happened. They were relegated. Mm-hmm. And so uh this is Wait, Bright- it's not like Brighton's all that much better. 6 points uh, yeah. also BBC. 6 points in their first in their 8 league in the games this season is the lowest they've ever had. Since they were relegated from the but championship, don't you just feel like Brighton's gonna regress up, pro- progress up? Burnley, you don't get that same sense. Burnley just needs any point from anyone, and it just seems like you yeah. can't count on anyone at all from them. Ben Mee is back. Uh, if you're desperate, if they're if they're point desperate, I think you're just expecting a lot of nil nils. I mean, they're just going to pack it in the way they did years ago and just try to stay afloat indefinitely. The FPL America podcast mini league table. 
Uh, looks a, only a little bit different, but the same names in the top three. Crofty's back up at number one. Super Frank's 11. Dogfather FC are two and three. The Pump is still number four. Uh, a newcomer into the top five is at number five. Darmok at Venegra. Okay. Daniel. Yeah, I like that. Daniel, welcome into the top five. Uh, it'll obviously be that way for a couple of weeks as we are heading into this international break we've been discussing so much during this episode. Continue to follow us during this break. We will be as active as we're able on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and of course our Patreon site, patreon.com slash FPL America. You can find us and all of our updates at all of those sites. Uh, like I said, we'll be active everywhere that we can be. Super Franks 11, Brian, has Cancelo in his lineup there. Also, triple Captain Kane this week. Wow. Uh, Good move. Well, hey, hey, look at you yeah. there, Ryan. I'm, I'm watching you, brother. Look, I'm, I'm watching and taking notes. Well friggin' done. At least you got something from your triple captain because you know how bad that can go. It's, it's, a, it's early, but still, I mean, at least you get something. I know. Can't, it, you can't complain about getting a return. Not at all. He hates that that Sochek 9 is on his bench, though. <laughs> yeah. All right. Dave, take us home. Hey, what, about, uh, what about captains? We've got next talk, week. We're going to talk about we've captains next week. Next week? Next, well, we've got look, next week. going into this international break, we'll discuss captains as we will have a short pod. Right, Scott? Uh, midweek, and I've and, already, and we'll discuss bets and a couple other things. And I've already set myself up for a, a horrible amount of failure by sure. by saying for FPL America the article that I want to do kind of a review to this point oh. uh, in the season. So uh, it'll be a little bit, it might be a little more uh, meaty than it has Ooh, been. A meaty, and it's been a meaty, meaty article, and it's been meaty so far. So yeah, I, I, you I'm, haven't missed much. The I'm, article has not missed much. I'm putting the pressure on myself. For this, uh, for the upcoming article. I like this. I like this. On that note, for the FPL America podcast, this is David Smith. Until next time. <laughs>